1: Oh, yes. 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 Hi, guys. Hey. Welcome to Wolf Podcast, everybody. How you doing? I hope you're doing good. Will, how are you doing?
0: Doing good. Doing pretty good. Doing all right. Could fall asleep at any moment, but that's okay, because we got a show to do. We are here for you, and everyone out there going to listen to it afterwards. I'm going to get through this if I fall asleep and just Fall flat on the floor. Don't call nine one one. It's just all part of the act. I
1: uh, I didn't have coffee yesterday, and I was Jones. Oh God, are you okay? I had coffee today, and I I put off having coffee right before the podcast because I got things to do after yeah. the podcast. So I'm gonna have my coffee after the podcast, my second coffee because I didn't have it yesterday. I'm treating myself to two today. I didn't have any yesterday, and at like <laughs> midnight I was watching. A video and somebody was drinking coffee and I was I, I was like a crack addict. I was like I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it right now. I'm gonna break. I gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, you're usually the one at the top of the show to try a snack.
0: Yes, uh, uh, I don't have any on me. I have actually apple cider donut Oreos, but I think my wife is uh waiting to share that.
1: I with had. Me. I had uh, those. I, have to hold all... I tried those. They are very good. Yeah. We don't have Oreos. But what we do have, Will, is frack. (laughs) Oh, boy. Somebody on uh, one of the other streams that I do here on Twitch.tv slash wolfden mentioned frack. I don't know why. Uh, And you can just get these on Amazon. So I got some frack. These are, they look like Oreos. So I don't know. I mean, yes. Like elongated
0: Oreos. Yeah. This
1: was like five bucks for this little pack. Um, And they come in different flavors, but this is the only flavor I could get. Uh, right. let's try it. Yeah. Let's try an elongated Oreo. Oh, wow. There's like barely any filling. Oh, it fell apart. Frack is not looking Aww. too great so far. I made a mess on my little desk mat here. Oh, frack. It's an Oreo. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, the vanilla part is more flavorful, but there's less of it. Yeah. The cookie is thick this is just an oreo dude
0: interesting i will have to i'll have to try to hunt that down and find it it sounds like a german cookie and there's a german grocery store nearby what yeah since when it's it's um that store Lidl. <laughs> you ever heard of it? Never is that heard just of a german there. trying to say little I I maybe I don't know. It's um, are you familiar with Aldi? Yeah, I'm gonna have another one. I, that that's uh, Lidl is like their competitor. They're both German. They're both on Long Island now. Um, but there's a Lidl closer to my house, so I'll see if they have it.
1: Okay. These have a different aftertaste than Oreos, and I like it more. Mm-hmm. But Interesting. they're but they're really look at that filling. They're skimpy on the filling. Yeah, it's like so so little. Give me double stuff
0: this bitch, and maybe I'll like it more. I am curious. I've I always wanted to try Hydrox, the original Oreo, because mm. allegedly that is a better cookie. That's what Oreo stole
1: the idea from, right?
0: Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. but allegedly Hydrox like according to cookie experts tastes better
1: also some say this is an unsubstantiated claim but some say it clears it it uh clears up covid right yes <laughs> yeah unsubstantiated but i mean you, unsubstantiated. Know, you didn't hear from us but yeah all right anyway uh we have some things to talk about today uh yes. also i haven't been streaming i don't know why i feel obligated to say this uh i i was my amtrak train got uh got canceled and I'm a day late in everything I need to do this week, so life's a toilet
0: <laughs> For, it got canceled because of a hurricane that never happened. yeah, how was your hurricane? uh wet that was it yeah. i I moved everything into the garage, I got like three cans of gas. I filled up all the cars. <laughs> I made an emergency supermarket run the day before it was supposed to happen um and and we just we sat there and watched it rain. that was it.
1: Life's a toilet, as Tristan says we in the chat.
0: Still, still went to mom and dad's for dinner. So. I know. I Just saw you guys were going there. I was like, oh, I guess everything's fine.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, we need to get into the news right off the bat. I want to talk about this uh, surprise, everybody. Big shocker. Uh, those auctions for those NES <laughs> games looking a little sus. Who would have guessed that these auctions were a little were a
0: little shady? Yeah. Know? accusations of foul play surface around record-breaking graded NES game auctions. What the grading companies and auction houses don't want you to see.
1: I forgot to read all the notifications you guys just gave us a bunch. We will read them after the story. I'm very sorry. Yes. Uh, but I see you. Anyway, uh, in July, just di- this is according to Nintendo Life, who uh, watched a YouTube video. So... Yeah. <laughs> so- <clears throat> In July, just days after a high grade version of *The Legend of Zelda* broke auction sales record, a sealed copy of *Super Mario 64* sold for 1.56 million, making it the highest price of video game sale ever. So, what's going on here? Also, before that was a sealed copy of the original *Super Mario Bros.* that sold for a million dollars. So, yes, let's come on. There's, there's more. There's more tomfoolery afoot. Yes. Uh and I think it's all well no it's not all heritage auctions but heritage had a, no. had a little play in it.
0: Heritage Auction is like one of the biggest auction houses in the world. I've bought a so,
1: book art from them.
0: Yes. So the fact that it involves them is a big deal. Right.
1: Uh in oh no according to the lawyer author and proof journalist uh Seth abris abris abramson first try these these frack cookies uh impede your speech uh (laughs) power brokers in the games auction market are quote systemically trying to hide data in a get rich scheme abramson has now released some quote hard data in an attempt to spread the word and combat this artificial market This is a quote from, I think, the YouTube video. In view of the just released documentary on Jeff Mayer, uh, Jim Halperin, WADA Games, Heritage Auctions, and Big Data in the video game market, I'm releasing all my NES market research for free. What finally pushed me to do this was the realization that power brokers in the nation's hottest, most out-of-control market are systemically... Uh, systematically trying to hide data regarding the market this below is what the grading houses and auction houses didn't want you to see the games that are making them rich are the most widely available games and yes even the hot even in high grades even yes even in high grades in the world was oh well yeah it's saying that the the games are most widely available games the most popular games and they're in high grades, yeah, okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, number one, Super Mario Bros. Three. Number two, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth is uh, that's not that common.
0: I mean, the the NES game or the modern one. I'm, I'm I'm assuming these are all no these are all NES games. These are all NES games. Okay. I mean, it's probably it's probably not as common as Super Mario Brothers, but on friday the 13th very popular in the 80s it's reason to believe that sold a lot of copies back then yeah Yeah, but i remember trying to find it a few years ago uh
1: and it was it was priced pretty high it wasn't it wasn't like super mario bros 3 i'll tell you that like super mario bros 3 you know it's popular game everybody wants it but it's a dime a dozen friday the 13th was like 50 60 bucks i remember Mm -hmm. at least for a good copy um Anyway, uh, number one was Super Mario Bros. 3. That's weird. Friday the 13th was number two. Three was uh, Dragon Warrior. Four was the original Super Mario Bros., which is the highest-selling game, or the the third now, uh, because things have been going so fast. Number five is a tie between Kirby's Adventure and Tetris. Number seven is Dr. Mario. Number eight is a tie between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Wario's Woods. Number 10 is Zelda Two. The Adventures of Link. Number 11 is The Legend of Zelda Classic, which is weird because that's the number one uh, highest selling game before uh, Super Mario 64 jumped in. And so on and so forth. I'm not reading the rest. Um, Then this article goes on to say, another quote, when I asked sellers getting rich off this artificial market how they react to the hard data above, they said that even common NES games are scarce relative to scarcity in other markets but this is a misdirection as this is only the first wave of the wada boom so wada will what is wada
0: wada is the gaming it's the uh forgot what it stands for but it's basically the company that grades games and gives them um a quality label out of 10 um and seals them in hard plastic that is basically a seal quality saying this game is in pristine condition
1: it's the gaming equivalent of the CGC
0: yeah the comic grading coalition
1: right and I saw some tweets about them being in hot water recently um this boom, I mean, I don't know if this article is going to get into this, but this boom of these games being rated so high uh, and being yeah. worth so much has caused WADA to be over like completely swamped with people trying to rate their games. Because mm-hmm. it, it's it's just not a freaking sense. Like everybody's, yeah. and their mother has, literally everybody and their mother has a copy of the original Super Mario Brothers. Saying yep. that that game is worth a million dollars is going to create a huge surge of people trying to get their copy of the original Super Mario Bros rated so that's the Wada boom uh anyway it's probably been going on since before that but I mean it's gotten a lot worse uh also another thing about Wada is they've been getting a lot of fake stuff I mean as as you could imagine anyway uh, they know that because the sealed game boom was significantly COVID-aided. And because WADA has a six to nine month backlog, we're only seeing the early months of these supposedly v- valuable games flooded, uh, flooding the market. By 2024, there'll be thousands of high-grade sealed Super Mario Bros. 3s out there. Imagine pay- paying a million dollars
0: for Super Mario Bros. And then a game that I can go over to my Switch right now. And play if I wanted to, or on my NES Classic, or hell, just go go to my parents' house and get the cartridge from them, or the original Super Mario Bros. where I could walk two feet and get five copies of it. Yeah, and
1: and you know, imagine buying that for a million dollars, and then in four years, there's a bunch of nine point eights just on the yeah. market. Uh. Anyway, the data wada accidentally self-leaked said it had graded 750 plus super mario bros threes since its founding in april uh 2018 it was only founded in 2018 i could swear it was older than that but proof games only found 65 that had come to market sealed since january 2019. oh While some of that disparity is because the 750 included non-sealed complete in boxes, it also suggests that major investors are holding many copies of Super Mario Bros. 3 and slowly releasing them into the market to hide how ubiquitous the game is sealed slash graded. While that may be legal, it undermines that by 2024, the market will be saturated with games people are paying $30,000 for now. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Uh, But here's the catch. Oh, there's a catch. Who knew there was a catch? Here
0: we go. Uh, The
1: the people paying $30,000 aren't earnest collectors. They're big money speculators. They'll then flip these pretend rare Super Mario Bros. 3s for $40,000, then $60,000, then $100,000 until the market busts and there are no more resellers for the big sellers to sell to. The other thing the rich sellers I spoke to said to justify themselves is that the games underlined in red above have historical significance. That may be true in the case of Super Mario Bros. 3 or Zelda, but not for the dozens of easy to find games these guys are now selling for $5,000 plus. To the extent these games are ever sold in over... To the extent these games are ever sold to in over their heads hobbyists, what the sellers mean by historical significance is merely nostalgic in- inertia <laughs> certain to draw in suckers to the extent they're largely being sold to other sellers anyway it's cash not history talking you know this reminds me a lot of pawn stars when they talk about video games or anything nice. that uh that they don't that you know they don't really know much about um yeah. like when remember when they had a they claimed it was like a rare test copy of an NES and it happened to just be an NES. (laughs) Yes. I remember that. Uh, They would have just bought it for a
0: lot. Yeah. Uh, This reminds me exactly of the comic book speculator boom of the nineties where people started to realize that their old copies of like thirties, forties, fifties era batman and superman comics were selling for a lot of money thousands upon thousands maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars so in the 90s uh you know marvel and dc and image and all of them decided hey every comic is going to be worth millions of dollars at one point so we got Number one, new number ones every other week. We got hollow foil covers. We got variants. We got reprintings. We got first appearances out the wazoo until the whole industry crumbled. <laughs> it almost wiped out Marvel Comics off the face of the earth. So this is, this is the exact same thing that's happening. It's not going to, you know, kill video games by any stretch of the well, imagination. <laughs> but, I mean, there's going to be a lot of damage because of this.
1: So so it's so be, yeah. Video games have been taking the same trajectory as comic books for a long time. Uh mm-hmm. uh I say I I say that a lot uh about when there's a video game movie. Like there's been they, they yeah. used to, every comic book movie used to be trash until uh mm-hmm. until what? What was the first good
0: comic book movie? Spider-Man? No, okay. Well, no because there were there was always like the one exception like all comic book movies were trash except for superman then all comic book movies were trash except for batman then all comic book movies were trash except for x-men you know i think now that like we're in that wave where they're getting better yeah
1: X- x-men kind of uh x-men and spider-man kind of snowballed into all of the good stuff we've been getting recently and yeah. there's, there's still been some bad stuff uh yeah. video games are definitely on that same trajectory we still have yeah, we're still getting drip-fed some good ones, and every now and again, but for the most part, they've been pretty terrible. Um, yeah,
0: there hasn't been a Spider-Man level video game movie yet. But
1: so, the video game industry is massive, and it's, it's you know it's, I think it's a hundred billion dollar industry and growing every year yeah. after year. It's more worth more and more money. Uh, that's bound to. Burst at some point. Yeah. We've been talking about uh, the price of games in general, new games. Uh, They've just gone up to $70 from $60. Donkey just put out a video uh, about how uh, they used to be exactly that much money 30 years ago. And they still cost that much money. Like, it's games should cost a lot more than they do. And it's really hard for the industry to uh, keep up and sell them at the same price so uh well, that's I mean, why
0: they offset them with dlc pre-order bonuses and yeah. special editions and whatnot
1: yeah and those those other anti-consumer practices uh but that's just kind of what the market needs because video games are costing more than they've ever cost to make and they're worth yeah. they're, they sell for less than they've ever sold before uh if you take inflation into account uh, knucker in the chat says, Bob, stop talking about this. I know. I, I hate talking about the price of video games. That's when people when people are like, oh, $70 now? Oh, I'm, I, games are too much money. I hate that conversation because, uh, you, you don't want people to know that, that games are, are, uh, you don't want the industry to find out that games are being sold for less than they've ever sold because all they're going to do is raise the price of games. I don't like the yeah. conversation of like, uh, Freaking! uh, what's, what's a, what's a dick? Like when games sell and they're like, oh, that's too much. Like WarioWare is $50. Is this game worth $50? Yeah. Cause Breath of the Wild's worth 60 and that game's got a lot more stuff. Breath of the yeah. Wild should probably be worth like $120. <laughs> like that, if we're really getting into it. Yeah. Um, that I think is going to cause the video games industry to burst at some point. It'll probably well, be fine and bounce back. But that's a that's a whole nother problem.
0: You also got to remember that there's a whole other like subsection of games like the indie games and the, you know, the return of like the the mid-level games that don't cost 60 bucks that cost like, you know, 15, 20, 30 even, you know, so so there is that it's just the problem is, you know, the games that always catch our eye are the big AAA games that cost 60, 70 bucks. Right. You know, because the big AAA games are the ones that always push you know, the best graphics, the best sound, the new technologies and whatnot. And it keeps going back to that one quote and I wish I could remember who said it, but I want uh good games with worse graphics that come out on time. Short I want short games with worse graphics that come out on time for a reasonable price. Because in mm-hmm. that, that way you don't have to spend the uh, you know, and Armored leg Lego to get a game. You can you can pay a reasonable price for them.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been burnt down on AAA games for a really long time because a lot of them are, yeah. are is the same old formula. They're not really yeah. introducing much. And I've been going back through my, you know, like playing a lot of retro stuff, and I'm like, this is
0: when yeah. people used to take risks, damn it. I'm playing Super Metroid right now, like a, an actual playthrough of it for the first time. And it's it's one of those games where like, people say like it's always the greatest game of all time and but this is one of those games where you actually play it and you believe them because it is that good and they like they don't really make games like that anymore i mean we'll see what dread is like but they they really don't
1: i was playing uh Man legends recently yeah that was my that was my little uh like man this is what like this is before (laughs) they had games figured out but i was having a great time um anyway uh back to we were talking about the retro game market uh yes we knew that this was uh, bullshit we knew that it didn't make any sense for these popular games to be worth so much i think uh, most of it is just that these people with a lot of money know that uh there's a collector's market on retro games and they're like oh i remember playing mario Mm -hmm. you're telling me this game's worth a lot here's my money you know, like they, uh, they 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 don't know that there's hundreds of thousands of copies of this game yeah. out there in the world. And I mean and then there's that other case of that other auction house that you buy a stock in the product in the product that's being sold, so everybody's just it's it, it just artificially inflates inflates the price like a crypto. It doesn't
0: make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised like the idea that a version of Super Mario Brothers one uh, could go for a lot of money, I don't see a problem with that. When the when the news of the test market uh, Super Mario Brothers copy was found and it was like sealed in box still and it was a decent quality, that like I can see like that going for a lot of money. That that's made a, a lot one-off, of sense. That's a one off case. Mm-hmm. The problem with one off cases is that they often lead. To people trying to repeat that case, people trying to repeat that success story, and Super Mario Brothers just happens to be the most popular game on the NES. Everybody has a copy of it, so they're all going to try and see if it's worth something. You know, it's it's different for other games that are actually rare on the NES. A game like uh, Little Samson, for example. Nobody's heard of that game. Nobody probably owns that game, but little samson is legitimately one of the rarest games that you uh out there for the nes that's a game that could conceivably go for thousands maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars but that's not going to grab headlines super mario brothers is going to grab headlines legend of zelda is going to grab headlines games like that are going to grab headlines
1: what you might not remember will Oh, no, you definitely remember. What, what the people <laughs> listening might not remember is that the test market version of Super Mario Brothers that Will just mentioned, the one that uh, sold for a lot of money, it makes a lot of sense, sold for $140,000. And that was a yeah. big deal when it sold back in a year ago, one yeah. year ago. That was, I think, the highest selling game at the time. It was. And it was 140000 A year later, yeah. we're selling games for $1.56 It yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. This makes sense because it's a sealed test market copy. There's barely any of these. It's a 9.4. Yeah. But you're selling a regular
0: old sealed version of Super Mario Bros. for a milli? Not making any sense. Yeah. No, it's... This is what I mean, because that has the name brand recognition. And everyone thinks, oh, I have this somewhere. It, let's see how much it's worth. Right.
1: Um, anyway, uh, the rest of this article just says you can get more of the rundown of the whole thing over on proof. YouTube channel Carl Jopst has also published a lengthy video breakdown, The Supposed Fraud and Deception in the reality Market. You can check it out below. The YouTube video is called Exposing Fraud and Deception in the Retro Video Game Market. Uh, it is 52 minutes long, I think. Uh, I do want to watch it. Uh, I think somebody sent it to me earlier today. I wish I did watch it before this. Uh, I didn't know it was 52 minutes long. <laughs> I will edit to my watch later. Uh, also, why don't we talk about WADA real quick? Um, okay. Let's see if I can find this. Um, so what is is the company that, that grades this stuff. I yes. saw that um, they were getting a little flack uh, on Twitter. I think it was uh, uh, RGT85 got into like a fight with one of the guys. <laughs> uh, I think he completely misunderstood what the guy was trying to say. But basically, this right. guy, uh, Frank Cifaldi, uh I think he works... Yeah, yeah so he... He got picked up by WADA to help uh, figure out what things are worth and stuff. And part of it is uh, what uh, uh, prototype games are, are real mm-hmm. or or fake. Um, and it turns out they were getting a lot of fake prototype <laughs> games. And I mean, I, I could understand why. I'm trying to find the, the tweet of his that... Even mentioned it, but I'm, yeah, I'm deep right now. and I can't, he might have deleted it.
0: Uh, well, I, I know Frank Cifaldi is actually like a video game, a well respected video game historian mm-hmm. and like archivist. So bringing him in to like vet oh, all this stuff makes sense. Sorry, I played the intro by accident. <laughs> I'm
1: trying now, I'm trying to find uh, <laughs> what RGT said to him.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it was wacky
1: um, I don't know maybe he deleted it but anyways Frank Foley said yeah. if, you, if you're someone who collects vintage video game prototypes please please do your due diligence I've been evaluating all of the protos submitted to WADA and out of five batches that have come to me in the past year three have had intentionally misleading bootleg protos uh, so bootleg prototypes, mm. like they're not real yeah. prototype games. And the prototype games are worth a lot because there's usually like one or one two. One copy. It. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can't,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And, and I'd imagine those are pretty hard to, to, to figure out if they're real or not. Cause who's yeah. around to tell you like a 30 year old prototype is the real prototype. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, basically what he's saying is Wad has had some problems, and he's he's brought in to try to try to fix some of that, yeah uh, so at least they're trying, but I mean they probably can't keep up,
0: yeah, I mean because if every everyone and their mother is sending in a copy of you know the Legend of Zelda, I'm sure I don't, I don't even think Wada's is that big of a company overall, so I'm sure they're like swamped, apparently they've been
1: uh swamped. I, I, apparently they've only been around since 2018. I did not know that. That that does not feel right. <laughs> it does yeah, not no, feel that right doesn't make me. any sense. I've seen sealed graded games from before that. Yeah. I'm sure. I yeah. Um, so he, I found RGT's tweet. Wow, WADA is a bunch of fucking idiots. Who would have thought that madness? <laughs> <laughs> he quote with Frank Zaffoldi and said that, and then Frank said, "You're misunderstanding. These are games that are submitted to WADA, and WADA pays me for my expertise to evaluate them. Busting the bootlegs is literally my job here." Which, which was like he quote tweeted the guy that said, "Wow, you're all fucking idiots." Meanwhile, this guy's trying to fix what yeah. WADA has been doing. Yeah. So I just think it's, it's like it's like RDT like kicked good. open the door just to just to like like nelson <laughs> yeah. uh. anyway um so that's it as uh, surprise surprise uh video games uh, this this whole video game boom is is uh not real yeah something <laughs> rotten in denmark i suggest you watch this video uh exposing fraud and deception in the retro video game market i will watch it later but we got to the yeah pretty much the gist of it uh I need to read all these notifications that have been happening that I forgot to read at the top of the show. Oh my god, we got Oh my god. Oh my Jeez. god. Uh Nucker, thank you for the 12 months looking swole af boys. No. No, Who are I'm you just looking fat. At? Someone else here. Uh Sat Satorugo JC? Tell me how to pronounce that. Gave us like a billion Shh. gift subs. Gave us like 5 Another five, ten, ten, and five, and three. Somebody do the math. Thank you, thank you, Satoru Go JC, for all those gift subs. Um, there's a sub goal that Tristan made me do. um, Okay. Where Uh if I get to 750 subs, I will do an art stream. Remember like I used to do on twitch.tv slash Bob Wolf, but Ah. I'll do it on the main Wolf Den Show. Anyway, Spoopy Girl also gifted a bunch of subs. Like 10? 15? Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you. Crit Skit with three months. Can I try your elongated cookie, Bob? No, not when you put it like that. You can't get away from me. (laughs) Get out of here, Spoopy Girl with three hundred bits. GCXC Luke with eight months. Thanks, Wolf Bros. I don't know what we did, but thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: The real Wago with three months. Hey, it's been a while since I caught a live show. Bob, did you finish Ocarina of Time yet? Nope. I only got to the third playthrough. I think. How I how far is that? I beat the Zora thing, Jabu Jabu. I did that. Okay. As little as little Link. So, I don't know what that means. I don't know how far I have to go um spoopy girl with another two hundred uh hundo thank you for adding some ghost emoji crying laughing smiley face to my day <laughs> you can't you can't talk to me in emojis that's like it's like some gen x what is that gen gen z shit gen z yeah come on dude Does gen does gen z not like emotes? Or emojis. Is that like not No, I thought
0: I thought that, that's all they spoke in.
1: They don't like gif reactions. I know that.
0: Oh, they can eat my foot. That's all I that's all I do is send gif reactions. I know. Kids. I hate kids. Rockin' Val with 14
1: months. Hello. Hope everyone is well. Thank you, Rock and Val. Spoopy Girl with another Hundo. Saturo JC. Five Hundo Bits. Love you guys. Well I love you. Thank you very much. Picky Gamer with 12 months and Mecha Dragon with one bit. I gotta see that art stream. Dang it. Subscribe. Uh all right. We got through everything. Yes. Uh now we can talk about whatever's
0: next. Uh the Terminator is coming to Smash Brothers. It's confirmed.
1: <laughs> this is stupid. This is the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever seen.
0: Uh, well, I've seen dumber speculation based on a random tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, the Terminator is not coming to Smash. However, Super Smash Bros. series director Masahiro Sakurai is still busy sharing excellent screenshots from Smash Ultimate on Twitter, and while his tweets are always on the more popular the scale, his latest effort is really doing some numbers. Uh-huh. Why is that? Well, earlier this morning, Sakurai shared a new image that appears to show Ken taking an unfortunate turn for the worse in a lava pool. Mm-hmm. The telltale sign is a single thumb sticking out of the fire. A neat reference to the ending of the 1991 action movie Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Check it out. And yes, Gen Z, I can confirm this is a reference to Terminator 2 Judgment Day.
1: There now, it is. Now, the most likely. Oh, my God. It looks the exactly likely, the chain and everything. It looks exactly yeah. the same.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, just a ha- uh, hand-given thumbs up out of lava. uh, That's obviously T2, but like the fact that the chain's there, that's like the nice added bonus to it. Mm -hmm. Because that's how he lowered himself in. Now, the most likely explanation for the tweet is that, just like the rest of Sakurai's screen grabs, the staged image is simply a reference to another well-known piece of popular culture. That won't stop Smash fans (laughs) from starting up the old speculation engine, though. And while you'll find a few jokes about Terminator appearing as the final DLC character for Smash in the replies, things have also started to go a bit further. Further, you see, it turns out that several popular games have also referenced this particular scene in recent years. The result is a rather humorous string of replies in which fans ponder the possibility of an upcoming DLC cameo for the for the number for a number of different games, seemingly missing the fact that all of them, including this new screenshot, are a reference to something else entirely. <laughs> Could it be that doom is finally getting some smash representation? And you can see somebody tweeted the, Doom 2016 reference to the, to the Terminator. Thumbs up. Uh, how about Among Us? And apparently, Among Us also references the Terminator. Two thumbs up. And of course, Fortnite because Fortnite references everything.
1: The Fortnite one looks like the most like freaking.
0: Uh, uh, well, because uh, I think the Fortnite they actually have like the Terminator in the game. Right. Like I think right. you can play as the Terminator and Sarah Connor because of course you fucking can. <laughs> Uh, all joking aside, we can understand why some fans might be thinking there's a hint uh, buried in Sakura suit somewhere. He did, after all, once appear on screen performing a unique hand gesture that turned out to be a tease for an upcoming Fire Emblem Three Houses cameo. So, so uh... No. No.
1: This means nothing. This means absolutely it nothing. It doesn't. I but know I, it doesn't. We're not getting Terminator. We're not getting any of these fucking things. It's so stupid. I can't I believe that all of these people... <laughs> didn't know the Terminator was the first one to do that
0: I mean I hope they knew that <laughs> I especially hope the person who posted the Fortnite reference knew that
1: um, uh, Fortnite reference Fortnite's in Smash what a <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> although his icon is uh, oh, his, his at is Steve Blockman and his icon is Minecraft Steve so maybe he's yeah. a troll probably on the among us one i feel like among, that's like a troll thing anyway like among us is everywhere yeah. like so like that kind of yeah makes sense
0: but yeah you know, doom 2016 i i guarantee there's a good chance this person did not know that yes. that's a reference to Terminator too yes yeah i don't think i don't think you do that's yeah. that's freaking wild
1: uh anyway uh so yeah no we still don't i do we know when we're getting we don't know when we're getting dlc no they didn't say game. when uh, yeah. I think there's no way they're going to live up to any expectations with this new no, smash DLC. Absolutely not. I think um, the only like, way is if Sakurai himself is the DLC.
0: And I think there's a possibility that that's going to cool. happen. I that think would he be might. Cool. Cause he should be retiring any minute now. Yeah. he's. I what was. It? There was an article that says like, I thought about retiring from gaming many times. Yeah. Uh. I hope it's something wacky like that. Cause
1: if it's a yeah. character, there's no character that I can think of that will make it worth yeah. it for anybody. Maybe master yeah. hand. Like I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see it happening. Uh, anyway, more notifications. Breno F with the four months. Thank you bros for the content. Love from Brazil, Brazil, uh, to the bomb. It's the only thing I know how to say, uh, Satoro, thank you for the bit. I'm going to pronounce your name wrong every single time. How many subs until goal? Uh, It says it on the under will. It says the amount of subs we have. Um, Spoopy girl, thank you for the 300 bits. Thank you both for being so effing awesome and helping me laugh my ass off. Uh, Cheer, cheer, cheer. Thank you for the 300 bits. Thank you
0: for finding us funny.
1: Yes. uh, Doing something our our mother... uh, never would have thought someone would say about us
2: yeah yep
1: i'm gonna do it in the next year yes don't just gift all of the subs for the uh for the sub goal give other people a chance to you know sub to it we want to spread it a little bit don't don't put all the weight on your shoulders you know what i mean anyway uh next halo Uh, Infinite's launching without co-op oh
0: or the forge oh no uh, Three Four Industries has announced uh, that it is delaying the campaign co-op and Forge for Halo Infinite until after launch, as the developers focus on getting the single-player campaign and multiplayer done in time for its holiday release. In an August video update from the official Halo YouTube channel, Halo Infinite head of creative Joseph Statton confirmed that neither campaign co-op nor Forge will be in Halo Infinite at launch. Three Four Three confirmed that Halo Infinite is 100% committed to release the anticipated sh- uh, shooter this holiday. Uh, uh, campaign going. co-op has been a fixture of the Halo franchise, be- uh, being able to play through the single-player campaign with a friend. Meanwhile, the Forge is a unique experience where players can design their own game modes by creating custom maps, rules, and more. Forge is where some of the most creative player-generated modes have come from, some of which have gone on to become official Halo online game, online modes. Unfortunately, we have as we focused the team for shutting down as sorry, unfortunately as we focused the team for shutdown and really focused on a quality experience for launch, we made the really tough decision to delay shipping Campaign Co-op for launch. We also made the tough call to delay shipping Forge past launch as well. Stat instead during the video update, Statin confirmed that the team is taking a seasonal release schedule for the Campaign Co-op and Forge, while Halo Infinite will launch with single and multiplayer modes. Uh, Staten says that the team is aiming to release campaign co-op for Season 2 of Multiplayer and The Forge for Season 3. Staten clarified that the new season will ship every three months, meaning campaign co-op will not release until 2022, most likely, assuming the holiday season begins in November. Uh, Halo Infinite, for the record, does not have a confirmed release date. Just holiday 2021. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of the article is just like, we promise we're working on it.
1: Mumbling Gamer in the chat says, why not
0: just delay it? (laughs) Well, Halo Infinite is doing like, they're basically releasing their single and their multiplayer parts separately. I mean, it'll be in one package, but they're treating them as two separate things because the multiplayer will be free to play. Right. And the single player will be, you know, the full price and whatnot. And I mean, Halo Online is the type of game where like you can like roll things out over the course of seasons or whatnot. The um, multiplayer
1: they should work on for a long time. The multiplayer is, is, is a big staple for for Halo and it's what yeah. a lot of people buy the game for. So that being free to play is awesome and being able to support that going forward and change it up every once in a while is great. So Yeah. That that's uh it, that's going to be its own thing, and then uh, yeah. we're going to have the single player, which is probably a huge pain. They has to be working on right now, which is also a big yeah. stable for for Halo. Um, yeah, Halo is
0: one of the few uh, first person shooters where single and multiplayer are equally important to an equal amount of people. So the fact that they're focusing on those two for launch, I think makes the most sense. And I don't really know how many people like are clamoring for campaign co op right out the gate and i feel like people are willing to wait on that
1: right uh so i thought i was making a hot take on twitter and uh, nobody disagreed with me uh (laughs) when the news broke uh that uh the uh campaign co-op was going to be delayed and the forge Mm -hmm. was going to be delayed and the fact there's no release date uh You would think, just delay the game, but they already delayed the game. And I said, the absence of Halo Infinite is what's keeping mainstream consumers from wanting an Xbox Series X. I will always be for releasing a game when it's ready, but there's a lot riding on this one. So, like, I think that if the Xbox Series X launched with Halo, it would be a much bigger deal to people than it is right now. Right. Because... The PlayStation 5, that's the one people think of having all of the exclusives, even though it has yeah. no fucking exclusives right now. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's Demon Souls. Wow. There's Returnal. Mainstream people don't want to play either of those games because those games yeah. are hard. <laughs> and they're not, they're not for mainstream people. They're for diehards and people who play a lot of games. Um, yeah. Halo's for the casual. And, and there's people who would... Sp- sp- Put their whole purchasing decision on just getting halo uh yeah i just burped wow there so the fact that that so the fact that halo is delayed is st- stopping people from buying xboxes yeah. and uh and yeah you could say oh it's gonna be on pc it's gonna be. mainstream people don't know that and don't care and don't have a game on pc they they're yeah. trying to to decide their purchasing decision off of what games are going to be on what. So this holiday, Halo needs to come out, or else it's you're not going to be selling any Xboxes. I mean, it, these these new consoles are selling enough, but uh, yeah. Microsoft has to pick up the pace if they if they if they even care about the console war at all, which they might not. But
0: you know, it is concerning though because we're at the end of August, and yeah. holiday 2021 generally means from October to the end of November. But you would think if it's, if a game's coming out in that window, they would have shown a lot more than they have already. Right. For Halo Infinite. And they, and they really haven't. They've shown very little, if anything of the single player. They, you know, they had the multiplayer beta and whatnot, but there's still a lot. We don't know about this game. There's still a lot. We haven't seen about this game. And I understand, like, the announcing the delay of campaign co-op and the Forge. Uh, that's not an issue. The issue is everything else that we haven't been seeing. Like we, don't, we haven't even gotten, like, an updated trailer, and the game could possibly come out in, like, three months.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's, not, it's really not looking good for this game. Man. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate. It could come it's... out and suck, which would be yeah. the worst-case scenario. They should definitely Especially... delay the game if it's going to come out and suck. But I mean, we don't know. Especially because
0: like the reception to the last few Halo games have been lukewarm at best. I mean, Halo Four, you know, wasn't didn't really set the world on fire. Uh, People do not like Halo Five at all, especially the single player campaign. Uh, The Master Chief Collection took years to get to a state where everybody agrees that it's a good game, not let alone a great (laughs) game. Um, And that's a re-release of, like, five different Halo games. No, I'm sorry. It's a re-release of four different Halo games. Then when they finally fixed the fucking thing, they released ODST and Reach as part of the package. But because some Wolf Brothers got it when it was the four-pack, I now have to go and buy the other two as DLC. Oh, those games kind of sucked didn't... anyway, right? <laughs> I know. And it's only, like, they're always on sale for, like, $2. So it's not going to cost me an arm and a leg. But still the point remains i'm angry <laughs> don't we own them for 360 yes but i mean you think about it if i had them in the master chief collection that i have them in all in one uh convenient package i don't have to go fumbling for discs and shit willow says y'all got game pass i do apparently will doesn't for some reason i don't i don't understand i'm not playing that many i'm not playing as many games as like i feel like would warrant spending 15 dollars a month true and like the games i do want to play like aren't on game pass right now
1: true so. um i mean <laughs> uh what was i talking about if the game comes out and it sucks that was, so like uh, i i remember uh so, so so when they first showed footage of the gameplay of halo infinite it came out the the footage and everybody was like this looks like shit like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is not cool. And, and yeah, it looks like a freaking Xbox 360 game. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. And that actually, I think, caused the delay in the first place. They probably thought oh, they had something did. good. Yeah. And then everyone's like, this does not look good. And then, <laughs> like, they, nah, bro. And then they were like, well, we got to fix basically everything. And they went back yeah. to the drawing board, uh, which I think was probably a great move. And it like... I remember when I always go back to when Mass Effect Andromeda came out. I remember I got a preview of it and I played it and I was like, "This is awesome! This is great!" I'm not even a Mass Effect guy, but I think this is great. And then the game came out, and uh, or it was like a day before the game came out, or a few days before the game came out, and people saw those weird facial animations. And ever since then, everybody hated that fucking game. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I feel like you really don't know what's gonna happen until you release the game and people get their hands on it and, and rip it apart to find all the flaws in it. So, uh, it took Halo releasing that trailer for people, for everybody to realize maybe this isn't in the state that it should be when it launches. So, uh, the game needs to launch this, this holiday. Uh, and if it does and it sucks, that would also be a very bad scenario. It's not looking good. There's very little wiggle room for this game to end up being awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, they really got to pull out all the stops for this, especially, you know, there is a lot riding on this game. You know, Mm -hmm. the the past few Halo games have been rough. Uh, There's there's an entire system that basically needs this game to do good um, in order for it to, you know, be competitive in the current gaming market. You know, it's just, I don't know. If if this game does not do well, there's going to be, like, a, a definite revamping of 343 Industries. Like, without question. Because they're not going to get rid of Halo. They're going to try to figure out what went wrong with the company.
1: Right. I mean, this is all they have. This is all, this is all yeah. they have to do. Uh, there's potential that the game comes out and it sucks and nobody likes it, but the multiplayer's good. There's potential that that yeah. happens. Uh, which would I think be fine. I think that would be to- It's a free to play multiplayer. I think th- that would be fine. But is there yeah. a market today for team based uh, uh, multiplayer shooters like that?
0: I think there is. I think you know, especially because it's Halo. That that name carries a prestige to it. People you know grew up with it, recognize it. Might want to go back into playing that game because it's their comfort food. I think you know they'll have to, they'll have to definitely try and get, you know, younger gamers to come on because people are used to like Call of Duty and Fortnite and games like that. Um, but I think because something similar happened with Doom twenty sixteen. You know, no, that wasn't like all the other shooters that were coming out at the time. Nobody really knew what to make of it, but. You know gradually people started to understand what this what it was and it grew to become you know one of the best games of the generation right. so I think it's possible but they gotta really like show us that this is this is worth the $70 that it's gonna be worth
1: it's hard because they I mean it, it's, it's a prestigious game everybody knows Halo everybody loves it for the multiplayer or whatever but uh eventually you gotta change things up a little bit and uh it's the same with any form of media. You have to uh you have to make the same thing but better yeah. and change it slightly for modern audiences. And yeah. if you change the wrong thing slightly, it sucks. Yeah. If you change it the right way, it's good and everybody loves it. So it's yeah. it's a really hard Balance the thing that they changed in the single player is they added a grappling hook. Is that going to make things (laughs) like awesome all of a sudden? Who knows. Um. So yeah, I don't. I. I. There's there's a lot riding on this thing, and and uh, it 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 seems like a like a really tough situation to be in for. Yeah. Microsoft and for three four three.
0: I mean, I I think Microsoft knows this because they allowed the game to be delayed Mm -hmm. once.
1: Yeah, by but a whole year
0: yeah i don't think they're gonna let that happen again
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean they they they've at this point i mean they've kind of given up on having that be their killer app their killer app now is yeah. game pass yeah. uh which is fine but uh if they delay it again uh they, then they really got to ride on game pass for the holiday season yeah, But it's not like PlayStation's got a killer app this, this holiday, do they? What's What do they got coming out this holiday?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do. Shit. Or Ratchet and Clank. That came out already. That came out already, yeah. Yeah, Um. Yeah, I don't think they do. Anyway. Chat, correct us.
1: <laughs> uh, Jin Wong, thank you for the 14 months. Finally got my prime back so I can show my love for your channel, lol. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Did you know, Will, that if you subscribe here on Twitch, even if you use your Amazon Prime free subscription, that's right, if you have Amazon Prime, you get to your Twitch account, you get a free subscription here. If you subscribe, you don't get any ads.
2: You
1: know how you have to watch an ad before you... Ads are the worst. When you click on the stream and you have to watch an ad, you don't have to watch it. You
0: don't have to watch that. ad.
1: Will your audio and camera look and sound great this week, says Lou the Lunatic.
0: Yeah, buddy. Don't know what I did, but it's working.
1: Uh Yeah, nobody says anything about any PlayStation games coming out. Yeah. Uh Nathan, thank you for gifting a sub to Anthony Lockwood.
0: Uh the great fat boy says Horizon Zero Delay.
1: <laughs> Is Horizon Zero Don't supposed to come out?
0: Uh I don't think it's supposed to come out this year. And I remember when um uh, because they also announced that game for PS4, and people were mad. <laughs> it's like, oh, why did I buy a PS5 then?
1: Quarter three or quarter four of 2021. So, okay. Quarter four is ne- Is that fiscal year, or is that mm. how was that delayed? I
0: don't. I don't know. I think mean, might might have been delayed. I feel like that's a game that. But Horizon's uh, Forbidden West, like Horizon, is not exactly like God of War, The Last of Us, or Uncharted, or anything like that. Like, I feel like they can delay that game.
1: It says to be confirmed, so who knows? Okay. Oh, it's a rumor that's gonna be delayed. I mean, they, yeah. they'll probably be delayed. These games get delayed yeah. all the time. But yeah, that's not a big deal. Those games when they even come out in like March and shit, they do great. So yeah. Death Loop is a PlayStation exclusive. Well, that won't last very long. That exclusivity, for now. Yeah. that exclusivity is not going to last very long. Yeah. Um, and also, that Microsoft still wins in that if that game sells good, Microsoft still wins. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a fucking Microsoft game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, hey uh oh, Thrill House. Thank you for the three months. Well, explain to me why Sony there's a new PS5 model.
0: Uh don't get your hopes up. Uh, press Start, an Australian-based gaming site, reports that a revised PS5 models include a new screw for the base stand <gasps> that no longer requires a screwdriver. Sony God. reportedly swapped in a new screw with a grip around the top, so it can be easily adjusted by hand. Press Start also reports that these updated PS5 models are around 300 grams, or 0.6 pounds, lighter than the original, but it's not clear what Sony has removed or changed to bring the weight down. The new PS5 ships with a CFI-1102A model number instead of the CFI-100 one found on the original. And there you see a picture of the two different screws. So, so, so here's my base Mm -hmm.
2: it's
1: so stupid i hate this thing um so in order to lay it flat you need the base like this and you're supposed to have it to stand it up But you don't really need it to stand it up but in order to stand it up you have to transform the base you have to rotate it like this so that it hooks oh wait no what am i doing oh won't rotate because i have the screw in it still the screw stays in the in the bottom like this but yeah, you kind of need a screwdriver or something. Get the fuck out of here. So you need a screwdriver or something to screw it in cuz it's it's like a flathead. Uh but uh yeah, so this is what this is ha- the this is the what what am I even talking about right now? This I think this is flat. Yeah, this is flat mode. I didn't even have it in the correct mode. That's flat mode and this is uh this is standing up because the PlayStation is like long ways on here. And then in order to stand it up, you need to put the screw in so that this stays. But if you want to lay it flat, there's no way to, to screw it in or anything. It just kind of sits there and slides around and stuff. It's very, it's, it's, it's a, it's not a great design.
0: Yeah. The PS five is, is very stupid looking. (laughs)
1: So, so basically, the, the big story here is that the screw now doesn't need the a screwdriver. The
0: screw is different. <laughs> the screw is different. And it's lighter for some reason, and no one knows why. Yeah. I saw somewhere that they might have fixed the Wi-Fi card in it, but I feel like the real story here is the screw. The Wi-Fi card? Was the Wi-Fi card bad? Apparently, the Wi-Fi card was not great. The Wi-Fi card was bad
1: in the PlayStation 4
0: yes and
1: also the original original xbox but uh they fixed it yeah i mean the xbox uh one the original xbox yeah. one that thing was a yeah. piece of trash anyway now i can't now i can't i can't rotate it at all
0: <laughs> i'm gonna have to buy the new the new one yeah i'm just gonna have to well oh, wait, they, did it. they're already in australia um they're now starting to make their way to Japan and they also appear to be shipping in some parts of the US as well.
1: Not only the screw is different, it's a different clamp as well, says this Twitter user. Oh, so they also changed the they changed the stand, Bob. There you go. Wow, yeah. So this this is what mine looks like at the top. It's got the uh yeah. it's got the the weird little like thing that juts out, and this one is just completely flat yeah interesting what a weird thing to fill of all the things that you could fill. i guess that's easy because it's just yeah it's its own unit that's separate from plastic yeah yeah it's different than the uh than the unit itself um yeah i don't know
0: i got a lot of problems with my playstation 5 i know i know you, you my you know my boss asked me um what like about the ps5 and i i told him you have one and you also have the xbox and he asked me which one you like better i said the xbox i said he fucking hates the <laughs> ps5
1: i really i really every time i turn it on i'm like god why is this one easy thing so frustrating i have to remember how to turn it off every time i have to relearn how to turn it off every time i want to turn it off
0: you can't just press the off button
1: oh silly will so, to turn off a console, you hold the home button and then you go to go to and then you turn off, off yeah. or go to sleep. Yeah. No, not the PS5. You have to like okay. press the home button and then go down and then all the way to the right and then go to off and then you go to the thing. You can't holding it doesn't do it. Jeez. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very, it's uh, every little thing is annoying to me. Oh, the, the last thing that annoyed me about the PlayStation 5 was that. Uh, you have to change a setting that's in a weird place in order to unlock 120 frames per second like it just, just it oh, doesn't just yeah, do yeah.
2: it
0: yeah
1: it's, it's 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 so annoying also the home screen isn't 120 frames it's only 60 even the playstation even the xbox so the xbox's home screen is was they just updated it to 4K i think it used to only be 1080p right. but yeah. even that said 120 frames you know it was like reading at 120 frames but the ps5 okay. one was reading at 60 frames interesting yeah i got i i, I could go on
0: i mean uh, home screen is one thing i mean who really cares if that's running in 4k 120 it probably wasn't actually running
1: like the like the xbox yeah. one probably isn't actually running at 120 frames but it was yeah. reading out at 120 frames mm-hmm. uh anyway that's i i don't want to I don't want to shit all over the PlayStation 5 anymore than I do every okay. time we have these podcasts.
0: Um, oh, wow. Another Skyrim port. Yay. Another Skyrim port. Don't act like you're not going to buy it. <laughs> Bethesda announced a new edition of Fantasy RPG Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim on Thursday during Quake Quan. Quake Quan. Quake
1: Quan. Everybody get your tickets. It's Quake, Quake
0: Quan. <laughs> Quake Con at Home 2021. Skyrim is about to turn 10, which is a very monumentous anniversary indeed, and the new Anniversary Edition will have some nice bonuses for players. The Anniversary Edition will be available on PS4, PS5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Series X. The Anniversary Edition contains the full game, all enhancements for the Special Edition, and the uh, Dawnguard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn expansions. The game comes with a free Next-gen console upgrade. Over 500 Creation Club elements like quests, dungeons, bosses, and weapons. Also, there's fishing now, which is great. You can argue that Skyrim doesn't need a fishing pole, but it's always nice to have a fishing minigame. The elements from popular mods will likely round the experience out as well. It's a common joke that Skyrim will never die, especially because Bethesda uh, continues to re-release and port the game. The base game came out on less powerful platforms like the Nintendo Switch, and in 2018, Bethesda joked that Skyrim: uh, Very Special Edition was an act, which is an actual playable game on iPhone, iPad, and Amazon Echo, as long as you can figure out the voice commands. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 remains elusive, but fans will be able to tuck into Skyrim once again and enjoy all of their old quests as well as a, a new spin thanks to fishing.
1: Um, so, yeah. this game came out on the Xbox 360 and the PS3 so and the PC uh, it's yeah. been uh, three console generations
0: but it, it it looks like GTA 5
1: <laughs> yeah I was going to say GTA 5 did the same thing but Grand Theft Auto I mean uh, Elder Scrolls on a lot more platforms <laughs> yes <laughs> Grand Theft Auto uh, haven't been porting it uh, too much um, yeah but anyway, uh Yeah, it's, it's, it's Skyrim was in the Nintendo Switch like announcement trailer.
0: Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, people like that version of it.
1: I got to say I'm people... not a, I'm not into RPGs or anything. Skyrim's pretty yeah. sweet. Skyrim's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I actually kind of like Skyrim when I played it way uh, after it came I played it like friggin' like yeah. <laughs> like a long time after it came out and I actually liked it a lot. Um
0: maybe maybe I'll finally check it out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. We own it on 360, I think.
0: True. I don't uh, know if that's backwards compatible, though.
1: Well, you can't just freaking download that stupid thing? No. I, I, think, on, I think you have to. I have it on Steam because I wanted the mods. Um, don't you have it on PS4 also? Probably. I don't know, I'll just borrow that. How do I have it so many times? I, I like barely played this game. wasn't it wasn't it when you were working out on
0: uh what's that what you you almost just called it shitty cast i did not i I call i was called a shoddy cast but i wasn't sure if that was right
1: shoddy cast it was shoddy cast i don't and yes well i so i got the so i had the 360 version already because i just had it at GameStop. i just acquired it somehow uh then i got it on ps4 because i got some deal on it and i was like well i need Mm -hmm. it anyway for this channel and then uh I realized fuck I need the PC version in order to do all these things that I want to do to capture footage and stuff. So uh I got the I got the PC version. So that's that's somehow I ended up supporting this game way too much. <laughs> I don't think anybody who's played it before needs to get this version. Unless you no. really were missing out on fishing, unless you really wanted fishing in the game. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, if this is the type of game that you replay every so often, now might be a time for uh, to jump back in. But if you're the type of person who plays a game once and then moves on, move on. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think this is it. Yeah. It's gonna be a long time to the next Skyrim, though. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, exo set 10 us with the two months hello from houston again hey will good to see you again hi bob still watching hey. religiously hello thank you for being here i appreciate
0: it okay next quake is back baby yeah. also announced at QuakeCon. con uh f- what, was, what was i looking for QuakeCon, the annual convention for the legendary first-person shooter, was canceled last year during the pandemic, but it's back today with a nail gun-like bang. Machine Games and id Software have teamed up to create a visually enhanced version of the original Quake game after June 22nd marked the 25th anniversary of the game's release. Uh, It's the classic Quake run-and-gun combat through medieval mazes with nail guns, radio launchers, and shotguns. But it's all in 4K with widescreen support, online multiplayer, and even new expansion packs. The original version of Quake is now available on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch, complete with up to 4K support, widescreen resolution, enhanced models, dynamic lighting, anti-aliasing, depth of field, and lots more visual enhancements. Yo, this looks good. I know. I'm kind of mad I haven't bought it already. Uh, both the original Quake expansion packs are also available, as well as two expansions developed by Machine Games. A four-player online mode for campaign is available, or local split-screen co-op. There's even eight-player multiplayer matches with cross-play support, or four-player split-screen local ones. Quake will also include support for fan-made mods and missions, including Quake 64. Oh. And it's available right now for ten dollars, and it's a part of Game Pass. Yo, there's like
1: particle effects and stuff.
0: Yeah, the,
1: I think Modern Vintage Gamer worked on this. He did. That's how does that man have time to be a game developer and make YouTube videos? It doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. I can't wrap my head around that. I can barely make YouTube yeah. videos. Um, yeah, no, this is freaking awesome. Uh, how much is yeah. this thing? Ten bucks. Ten
0: bucks. Wait, is it, not, is it not for Switch? Yeah, it, it's for Switch. So it's uh-huh. for it's for Xbox consoles, PlayStation, PC, and Switch, and it's ten dollars, and it's also included with Game Pass.
1: Oh, so the next gen update is coming soon. So there is yes. no. So it's not for Series X or PS Five. You could play it on it, but it's not going to have the right. update. Even though, like, I mean, what do you need? I guess that's for four K. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, this looks great as it is. What? Mm-hmm. What resolution is this trailer? This trailer uh-huh. goes up to 4K. Yeah, there you go. Crazy. Yeah, is that, that freaking multiplayer? It has multiplayer. Do you listen to me when I no, read? No, <laughs> no. I try to provide the con- the visual content while well, you do that. Well,
0: it it's yeah it includes uh, four player online uh, mode. F- oh, sorry, four player online campaign, um, and also split screen co op. Uh, Eight-player multiplayer matches with cross-play support and four-player split-screen local multiplayer.
1: This is freaking cool. Uh... And
0: it it includes support for fan-made mods and missions, including um, scenarios from Quake sixty-four, which is apparently different.
2: <laughs>
0: it includes um, all the different expansion packs that were originally released, including the expansion pack that Machine Games. The creators of Wolfenstein and the New Order, the expansion pack they made after the New Order came out.
1: Uh, it's been a hot minute since I played the original Quake. Yeah, uh, same. I used to play a little bit of arena. We used to play it. We had Quake. We had Quake when it came out.
0: We had the original we had the original Quake and we had we played a lot of the original Quake. And we mm-hmm. had uh we had Quake 3 Arena and we had Quake Four for some reason.
1: <laughs> I did not like Quake Four, I don't think.
0: Yeah, nobody liked Quake Four. Uh,
1: well, that's—I don't know if I'm gonna be picking this up, but it looks freaking awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Seesaw, thank you for the 11 months. Sir Albs, thank you for the Prime subscription. Uh. Anyway, let's keep it moving here with Simpsons Hidden yes. Run fan remade the game in a week using the Unreal in Engine. A,
0: yeah. How could this uh, be good? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Let's find out. Although it has some issues, Simpsons Hit and Run has gone down as something of a classic since it was released almost 20 years ago. I'm fucking old. The game (laughs) took the GTA template and added America's most dysfunctional family, creating a fun romp, uh, which was a solid adventure on the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, selling over 3 million copies worldwide. Despite obvious desire for a remake or sequel and interest from show co-runner Matt Selman, It doesn't look like we'll be getting a new installment anytime soon. Selman Selman said that it's a complicated corporate octopus to try and make that happen, apparently. That's why Mater Rebus uh, decided to take matters into his own hands and recreate the entire game using Unreal Engine 5 with impressive results. Using a tool created by another developer, Lucas uh, Cardinelli, uh rebus exported the map of springfield from the original game into unreal engine then using a combination of using a combination of ai and manual effort to add textures he even went as far as to add ray tracing and ripped audio from the original so the characters could speak then he got down to programming in all the gameplay elements such as collectible items and finally pulling together the opening segment of the original game in a playable demo. So impressive was this feed that uh, Joe McGinn, uh, who was the lead on Simpson's Hit & Run, posted Rebus's YouTube account to say how much he loved the demo. "Hi, I'm the lead," he says. "Hi, I'm the lead designer on the original game. Amazing what you accomplished. Really gives a taste of what a full modern remaster could be. Impressive work." Unfortunately, it looks like Disney's lawyers got in touch with Rebus. Uh, <sighs> And he has removed the demo from his site. However, the reaction from the general public might be hopefully might hopefully convince the people in charge to pull some strings and make a remaster happen because there's clearly plenty of demand. Uh, We might see more fan made takes on this, however, as it's been revealed that the source code has been leaked online. This does look really
2: good. I,
1: yeah, I was like, "You made it that whole map in a week? It doesn't make any sense." But he imported the whole map. Yeah. that that makes a lot more sense. I, I I wonder. Like, I mean, that's how they make remasters, right? They just point I mean, the whole I'm thing sure... and, then, and then and then make it look nice. I mean, sometimes they do it from the ground up, but uh...
0: yeah, I, it depends. Uh, if you have the source code. For it makes it a lot easier because then you can you know build on that. Mm-hmm. That's why Tony Hawk One and Two was so good because it built on the original code. But then you have situations like um, the Silent Hill HD Collection, which didn't, which was using source code from an alpha build because Konami didn't save the final gold master. <laughs> so they had to go back and add in a lot of things that they that weren't in the alpha build, and they didn't do it in time. So that's why that remaster was shit. Um, But this looks like it was, you know, from the full final version of the game.
1: Right. I mean, this yeah.
0: does look really good. It,
1: yeah. I, don't even, I mean, I keep trying to think, like, there's got to be some bugs and stuff, but it looks like he's got most of it figured out.
0: I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the demo was pretty buggy, and, it, like, it was only a portion of the game. Like, it wasn't the full thing, but... I would play a full version of this.
1: <laughs> it it looks like they could just take this and fix it up and make it an actual release. That's what this looks yeah, like. Absolutely. That's absolutely wild. Yeah. Um I ha- I you know when Simpson's Hidden Run was out, I never knew that it like it was like a big deal to
0: people. <laughs> yeah, I re- I remember when it came out and like reading reviews and stuff and people were saying like it was actually good. I was fl- I was flabbergasted because the only good Simpsons game was the arcade game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, they released, like, a couple of games for that generation, and they were all bad. And then all of a sudden, this came out and was really good. And when I played it, I saw, like, it actually was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was interesting. It felt like an episode of The Simpsons. A good episode of The
2: Simpsons. <laughs>
0: <sighs> There's one part in the game, because you can call... You know, it's not just you find cars and you uh, and you drive, you can also call on, like if you're playing as Bart and Lisa, you can call on Homer or Marge to drive you. And if you try to get in, if you try to get in the car on the driver's side while Homer's driving, he'll just whisper to you, that's the wrong side. And I still say that to this day, <laughs> in that voice, the whisper, that's the wrong side
1: it's one of those stupid little quotes that just never leaves your brain exactly um i'd imagine if you do enough googling you might be able to find this uh this how to how to do this or how to get this i mean yeah um anyway uh rosa sabe thank you for the 28 months and mumbling gamer thank you for the two gift subs uh, we're plowing through a lot of news right now. There's still a lot okay. of news to cover right now. Uh, well,
0: these next this next one I can do do a real quick one too, because it's there's not a lot to talk about. okay. well, there is, but I can I can sum it up real quick. Go for it. so um, so two k games has announced finally wwe two k twenty two They've showed it off at this weekend's Summerslam event. Um, it's going to launch in March of twenty twenty two and promises that the next installment of the wrestling franchise will hit different. The tagline is Mm -hmm. it hits different and will be a crowd will be crowd popping, chill inducing and have been redefined from the ground up. If you remember, uh, 2K 20, WWE 2K 20 was notoriously bad. Um, unfinished, very buggy. Um, one of the, one of the worst reviewed games of that year. Uh, so they didn't put out a 2020, uh, 2K21 WWE game, uh, just so they can focus on this and to make sure they get it right, they've delayed it even further to March of 2022. And the reason why it's the tagline is it hits different is because hopefully it'll be a finished game. (laughs) Now, there's it's not just that they're trying to make a good game, is the reason why it's coming out in 2022 instead of this year. Part of the problem, according to an article from Sports Gamers Online, as t- told by WrestleTalk.tv, the relationship between WWE and 2K Games is seriously strained. Reports state that uh, WWE wanted 2K22 to come out during the normal uh, November release window, when so like around Survivor Series for the Christmas market, while 2K pushed for the delay. 2K alleged that WWE, sorry, 2K is allegedly blaming WWE as part for the delay because they've been releasing an alarming amount of talent. And if they released it in November, the game would have had an outdated roster. Mm -hmm. So if they released it in November, you would have seen a whole bunch of wrestlers who have been fired for well over a year appearing in the game
1: and like that's the whole reason that they're updating the game it's not like you know these games are that different year to year it's it's the yeah roster people are, are are getting it for
0: i'll also add that the report goes on to say that the two parties have had a number of meetings and that wwe is threatening to find a new publisher and that wwe has made it known almost annoyingly so how much this game means to the future of the franchise. (laughs) I'd imagine that the game makes them, a
1: a, 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 like is, is a big part of their paycheck. Like, like a a, big, a big part of what makes WWE. It's a
0: big moneymaker for them. Yeah. It's especially ever since they've gone with a yearly release cycle for it. It's been a big moneymaker for them. Um, and you know, Even when it was owned by, when it was being made by THQ and now especially 2K, it gets treated like any other sports game, like NBA or Madden or whatnot. And those are always big money games. But they also cost a lot of money to make because they're trying to get like everything right and under the wire. And especially because this game has to prove that it's better than 2K20, which isn't that hard to do, but they could still screw it up. Mm -hmm. um i can understand like why 2k delayed the game but wwe i think needs to understand that you know video games are not easy to make i can't imagine uh
1: any other big publisher wanting this contract
0: yeah i I mean, mean ea probably but, yeah, EA probably would, but but they seem like know. a
1: massive pain in the ass to deal with, and and yeah, that, I mean it's probably gonna make a lot of money, but like uh, you got to deal with them, it's gonna be a lot of work, and uh, yeah, it's probably not gonna look good for for your for your company because it's gonna yeah. come out like shit.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm sure a company like 2K could take the hit, but if like THQ obviously couldn't, yeah. uh, and I don't know if there's any other development again maybe EA that would want to take the hit. Uh,
1: I, so. I just, I don't understand wrestling video games. I, I, I don't, uh, to, to me, it's, it's, it's like, like you're, you're, you're playing as a person pretending to fight somebody <laughs> and the mechanics are as such They they don't
0: make any sense. Well, okay. <laughs> I've, So, when people think of wrestling games, they always think of the ones on the Nintendo 64. WCW vs. NWO Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy. Those games. Right. Those games treated it like an arcade-style game where it was very simple. You had your punches, your kicks, your grapples, and it was easy to do everything. Since then, though, the games have been developed by a different developer, and they've been gone for more dim based type of gameplay where you actually have to know moves and holds and how to do things and button combinations and whatnot. And it slows everything down to a grind. And it, I, I don't understand why they've kept that base going for 20 years Bet. instead of something fun, like, Bet. you know, with Def jam fight for New York was, that's what i'm talking about it's incredibly frustrating to try to do anything everything's really yeah.
1: slow and like you'll do something feel like you're gonna do a lot of damage and you really don't or you'll yeah yeah just dumb sh- shit like that and and like yeah Def jam is like a fighting game like that yeah like i want that if i'm gonna be if i want these big like buff dudes and these characters that i really <laughs> like to fight each other i want it to be a fighting game i don't want to like yeah. have to be like oh let me pretend to kick you uh. it's like oh, I know I mean, that's look. what i see on the screen but what i want want to play it i want to play it like it's like it's supposed to be like it's like it's a a fantasy world
0: well how do i put this a good wrestling game should be able to make you forget that you're emulating an already fake sport right and the problem is most of the modern games don't do that they Mm -hmm. make you actually go through the motions of like doing the choreography and that's not fun. You want to be in the zone. You want it to feel like, as they say in the industry, a shoot. You want it to feel real. And they haven't felt real since uh, No Mercy. I'm hoping because AEW, their, WWE's biggest competitor, is also making a wrestling game, but they're doing it in house. They're not. They're not going out. I mean, they got another public. They got another developer to help them. But they're financing the whole thing. They're not going through EA or Take-Two or Activision or whatever. And they actually brought in a lot of the team who worked on No Mercy on the N64. Mm -hmm. People who know how to do more arcadey style wrestling games. So hopefully, much like how AEW is a great alternative to WWE, their video game can be the great alternative to the 2K WWE games that we've been getting for the past few years.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that'll that'll show that AEW's yeah. doing a lot to show up uh uh WWE right now. Yeah. And they're great at it. Yeah, and I think that they need that. They WWE yeah. is like the
0: big name in wrestling and they need to be shaken oh, up a little bit. They need to be shaken up a lot. But the problem is they're doing the most batshit stupid things I've ever seen a wrestling company do. Like they they repeat the same match every week like nobody fights anybody else it's just the same matches repeated every week their pay-per-views are have been lackluster for years now it's just I don't they they have competition but they're still acting like they don't I, I, I my friends that
1: are wrestling fans I've never heard them say that wow that was a good pay-per-view I've never heard them
0: say that they're always disappointed every single time there's like maybe a good match or two and then it's just you got to deal with all this other crap.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, um, well, I kind of hope that uh, they drop 2K, and I kind of hope that uh, that they can't find anybody else, <laughs> or, or that yeah. or that the AEW d- game comes out and it's fucking awesome and it really yeah. shows them up. That's what I hope. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, where am I? Mako, Fo- oh Rosa Sabe, thank you for the twenty-eight months. Uh, Mako Fox, thank you for the thirty bits. Hey, Wolf Bros, I don't know if you saw the Carl Jope's video on the absurd prices of retro video games, but he basically exposed the current connection between Wada Games and Heritage Auctions. It's a must-watch. Is that what we talked about earlier?
0: That's yeah. That's what you put in your watch later.
1: Okay, so uh we haven't watched the video, but we talked about it at the very top of the show. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh thank you for the 30 bits. Gamescom happened. Xbox had yes. a thing. I Xbox had, no idea. had a thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think anything neither. happened at this thing. Nothing exciting. <laughs> oh, I know what so we talked about. Happened. We talked about how um they haven't showed us anything new of Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. And a spoiler alert, they didn't do it here. <laughs> I think that was a big disappointment for a lot of people because this would have been the place to show something. And they didn't. Instead, they showed us uh, Forza Horizon 5 unveils new gameplay and the cover cars. So we got to see uh, what cars are going to be on the cover. Cool. (laughs) A Mercedes AMG 1 and a 2021 Ford Bronco Badlands also uh a custom forza horizon 5 xbox wireless controller Yeah. it's so kind of
1: fun i pulled this up oh don't play please i pulled this up uh it lo- i mean all right not having the color scheme i don't know what the orange is all about but the fact that it's a transparent case yes. is freaking awesome and that's that there's, exciting. Like, there's like some paint on it like that's freaking co- it's yeah. it's a really cool custom controller i just wish yeah. that wasn't like orange and pink and blue, it's like a weird color combination. But yeah. Uh yo, give me an atomic purple friggin' uh I will uh, Xbox. Buy Atom- yeah. Put that shit in More the color atomic lab. Purple. That'd yeah. be sick. Um yeah, I like this. I like I like the direction they're going in with this control. Xbox yeah. always has great controls.
0: Uh, uh anyway. Yeah. Uh Age of Empires four unveils hands on history feature. This series of 28 unlockable videos was filmed on location with experts around the world and gives players a deeper look into the ways people lived fought and ruled in the past fans got their exclusive first look at one of the videos highlighting everyone's favorite medieval weapon the trebuchet <laughs> literally in the middle of the, of this presentation they just showed you how a trebuchet works awesome uh, this might actually be the biggest news to come out of this conference. Uh, cloud gaming is coming to Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One consoles. Uh, oh, was it not? It was not. It <laughs> was only too... on PC and it, uh, mobile. It's a little too
1: confusing. They're it all, is. They're all uh, Game Pass cloud streaming. That whole nonsense is a
2: little but confusing.
0: But hopefully, now that it's on actual xbox consoles it becomes a lot easier to understand and a lot easier for people who are have game pass and want to play a game and don't want to like you know look to see if they have the right platform for it hopefully this will help out and make it just that much more accessible
1: this kind of future proofs everybody really if your game is going to be on cloud streaming i mean most of the xbox uh uh first party library is probably going to be on cloud streaming Mm -hmm. um if you have an Xbox one, you're good to play all the new cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I, this is kind of the future that we were talking about, how you could uh, be able to play everything through streaming. Um, yeah. So that's great news. This is great. I don't know how
0: much yeah. people are going to utilize this, but uh, it's good. Uh, Microsoft flight simulator celebrates game games, with major updates. Um, basically, Uh, available september 7th you will get to fly in germany austria and switzerland i want to play this game
1: it looks really
0: cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah it looks
1: it it looks ridiculous
0: (laughs) it does um cause mischief on the sea of thieves and earn the mayhem ship set inspired by gearbox software or don't (laughs) <laughs> I'm not I'm not for Sea of Thieves. I mean I heard it got a lot better,
1: but I played it with a
0: game. I wasn't for it. Yeah. Uh for return to Trumble Valley with the State of Decay 2 homecoming update. Uh basically they showed off uh the original map of the first State of Decay is coming to State of Decay two. Um available September first and a whole bunch of other stuff for State of Decay two. Is that game out? Is- um it's acting like the game is out <laughs> let's see i'm looking
1: initial release date may 2018
0: <laughs> okay so they're adding content to state of decay too it came out for xbox
1: series x uh yeah. last december okay i also had no idea this game I'm freaking yeah. out i knew state of decay was a thing i didn't know freaking the second one's
0: tw- uh, I knew, three years old there was a, yeah i didn't know that uh, what's next? Rangers can take on one final mission in Wasteland 3, Cult of the Holy Detonation. Uh, so if you're into Wasteland 3, uh, more Wasteland 3 content. Techland dives deeper into parkour and get, and combat in Dying Light 2. This, okay, so this I don't think is out yet. They showed off more of Dying Light 2, which is Techland's um, zombie first-person shooter parkour-em-up. Parkour-em-up. Dude, it's uh, like... It's like Mirror's Edge meets The Walking Dead, and the the dude's basically fighting, using parkour moves to fight off a bunch of gang members.
1: So this says release date December 7th. Uh, This game has been
0: in development for a long time and I think has had uh, some problems. Probably. Uh, Crusader Knights 3 conquers the Xbox Series X and S later this year. Uh, Oh, this was exciting. Humble Games is bringing incredible indies on day one with Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Humble Games announced that their lineup of indie games will be launching for Xbox One and Series X and S on day one and available with Game Pass. Gamers across the globe will be able to enjoy the unique stories and experiences being crafted by uh, creative creative developers from around the world that are a partner with the Humble Games. Um, and they actually look like there are some good games in there. Good. We like Humble Bundle. Yes. Uh, and lastly, The Gunk. Oh, the reemerges gunk. in the in the lead up to launch this December. The gunk is the first third, sorry. The gunk is the first three D project from the team that brought you the Steam World series, uh, crafting a more cinematic and immersive experience than anything they've done before. Wow,
1: this does look actually yeah. pretty cool. It uh, looks kind of like a like uh, a Xbox original game, just made for yeah. modern days uh humble bundle what do we got here uh dodgeball academia remember that game uh yep and that's it
0: <laughs> uh that's rock Academia archvale bushiden looks very good it looks like a, a shinobi ninja Gaiden type oh. side scroller oh so i'm i'm down with that wait i need to see uh this. chinatown detective agency Flynn, son of Crimson, Midnight Fight Express, Next Space Rebels, and Signalus. This and is unpacking, a, and this is a little bit like Strider.
1: Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for this. Yeah. This looks sick. Uh, how can I get this game?
0: <laughs> uh, it's it'll be on Game Pass. <laughs> is it oh, okay? Is it even when is it
1: out? Tell me when this game's out. Uh,
0: this will be out. Later this year. Okay.
1: Okay. I will keep my eye on Bushiden. Everybody remind me about Bushiden. Uh so
0: not much at Gamescom. I mean not much. Do they usually have much? They do treat Gamescom as a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um but like I said, this would have been the perfect place to show off anything. Halo or something, but they didn't.
1: Uh I think that game companies these days, these big companies, uh, know that they don't need to rely on events anymore. They could just do whatever they want, they, yeah. like 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 show a little something just to have a presence there, so that people who have their yeah. eyes on Gamescom get a little something, so that people like us will talk about it. But yeah. uh, they know that their news cycle is whenever the hell they want it to be, and I think that's yeah. totally fine.
0: But I still feel like it's a missed opportunity to not have like one big announcement. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like there was nothing there that was like truly big truth mm-hmm. that's gonna be like a water cooler moment you know i felt like you know, i know people gave their e3 presentation crap but that was definitely better than this right
1: anyway uh yo sleeping toads tv gave a billion gifted subs thank you very much jesus i appreciate all the gift subs today i don't know what we did maybe we're looking particularly great today yep but i appreciate it um I moved up the Pokemon talk. I want to talk about Pokemon.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Pokemon, everything announced at Pokemon Presents. We missed this. This was a day after the podcast last week. Uh so I was just gonna tell you, really not much. <laughs> they just yeah. sh- they showed some footage, which was great. If if you're interested in Pokemon uh Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Pokemon Arceus, there's some great new footage out there. Not so much for brilliant diamond and shining pearl. Everybody's saying that kind of looks like crap. The trailer was terrible. The trailer yeah. for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl did wasn't does not was not good. It was weird. But uh the, I think the gameplay looks good. Uh but in terms of, like, news, really, I'm not really... I don't really think they added too much to what we already knew about these games. Yeah. Uh, but according to Polygon, the Pokemon Company debuted a new Pokemon Presents video presentation on Wednesday, revealing the latest news on, on upcoming Nintendo Switch games, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pro, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, but that's not all. Really? Pokemon fans also got updates with the free-to-play mobile game, Pokemon Unite. Yay. Five-year-old mobile game, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters EX. I don't know any of this stuff. And puzzle game pokemon cafe mix i've actually never played that game i should play that here is the big news like from be right the, up your alley. here's news for the biggest latest pokemon presents which sadly does not include an update on pokemon sleep awe I need, I need some help in that department pokemon <laughs> unite heads to mobile in september which is good i might actually play it more if it heads to mobile in september i'm going to skip this though pokemon cafe mix is getting remixed what Pokemon Cafe Remix. The game will get new puzzle elements, additional Pokemon, and new dress-up options, and Pokemon themselves are finally allowed to eat. Wow. What about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? The new Switch remakes of Pokemon Diamond and Pokemon Pearl will be both updated and faithful to the original uh pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl will feature the originals of mini games like the pokemon super contest the underground with the downsizing mini game and your secret base uh, why is that like like duh
0: they're remaking the game what do you think they're gonna leave that shit out i uh, mean remakes have left things out before so it's was just, nice to know those things are there
1: that would have been incredibly disappointing uh Anyway, players will also be able to customize your trainer's outfit and even their Pokeballs with collectible stickers that add visual effects to throw animations. That's pretty cool. Uh, launching alongside Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and shining Pearl is a new Nintendo Switch Lite console featuring Dia, Di, 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 the Pokemon, that yeah. are, the, the game, the game's Pokemon. It looks uh, like the DS Lite that came out with Pokemon Diamond yes. and Pearl.
0: Uh I don't think it's a bad design, but it does look reminiscent of that. So, I don't
1: know. I, like, I don't like it. (laughs) Um, I know that it's the DS Lite. I want to say it looks better as a DS Lite, but I think i just don't like the design i think that nostalgia makes me want to like this because i remember this ds light and this was cool you know i think it because the
0: ds Lite like had a glossy finish yes and this, and, like the switch has a matte finish this has a matte finish and the silver that they use for these types
1: of like like special edition consoles are uh. weird looking it's like a weird it's not shiny it's not like it's not like glittery yeah. you know it's 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 it's, it's just kind of a little shitty. So that might be why this is better. Why the DS also, Lite is better.
0: Also, too, it's on the back, and the back already has the Switch logo and all, like, the fine print Yeah, underneath it. So it's already a very busy surface, and now you're just adding more shit to it to make it look even busier. True, the DS Lite... It had a lot less going on it just had the
1: the two squares for the ds logo and that looked yeah. pretty cool and, and, and it wasn't yeah. printed the ds logo was was
0: a was raised a, yeah. yeah it was raised it looks cool yeah but this, even if it was printed it was it doesn't look anywhere nearly as busy as the switchback
1: yeah i'm not i'm not really i'm not having this wait yeah. is is it did they so is this border no that's just a light effect It can't be printed like that (laughs) on the front. It looks like there's like a printed border. Oh, I don't know. I hope that's not. I think it is. Yeah. Bob, we all know you're getting it. I'm not getting it. I don't want to give a shit about this. (laughs) It's not worth the video. Um, I will be getting the game though. I'm not that interested in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, but I will uh, try it out just to see um that'll probably be worth like two or three streams i don't know if i'm gonna play too much of it but pokemon legends arceus i'm looking very forward to and there was a lot more footage for that and pokemon Mm -hmm. fans are talking about the trees again the trees don't look that great oh god game freak showed off how pokemon battles will work in pokemon legends arceus you just run up and beat them with your fists like a man (laughs) No, that's not true. A definitive variation on the battles (laughs) we're all familiar with. When battles begin, players will have a few different style options for battling in a turn-based fashion, strong or agile styles, which change statistics on specific moves depending on situations. Likewise, some Pokemon may be able to take a few turns in a row based on their statistics. The turn-based mechanics definitely look familiar, but the changes look intriguing. Four new Pokemon evolutions and variations are coming to the game's new Kisui region. Uh, wired wide, wireder. He's suin Growlith, which looks freaking awesome. Uh, he's suin uh Braviar and oh, made up names, made these made up <laughs> made up names. Uh, do they have a Growlith? Let's see the Growlithe There he is. Look, at he's that's uh, so cute. This is a this is a fan art, but he looks freaking awesome. Um So yeah, people uh some people think this looks really good. Some people think it looks like a regular unpolished Pokemon game. Uh I ho- I have high hopes for this. Um
0: Yeah.
1: Pokemon company has been uh you know, they've been kind of lazy lately. They've been just knowing that they're going to sell a lot and just kind of throwing yeah. stuff out there with the, yeah. the, not really trying anything new. This looks like they're trying a lot new and I'm I'm excited yeah. to see how different they can make it from a normal Pokemon release um so i'm excited for this uh i think uh i hopefully it's it's good when it comes out i'll I'll play i'll play a lot of it um i have a whole video on the wolfden clips channel about me like reacting to the to that trailer uh if you want more detail on that um anyway that's it basically for the Pokemon Presents. You watch those yeah. trailers if 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 you want. Uh, but uh basically the games are still coming out. Uh you are uh Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl this year and Pokemon Arceus early next year.
0: Whether you like it or not.
1: Whether you like it or not. Uh when I saw um one of the top Reddit posts for the past week on the Nintendo subreddit was just a guy saying uh, uh, I don't like the way Pokemon Legends Arceus looks. (laughs) And it was like a top upvoted post. So, uh... Yeah. There's another one. Legends Arceus has high potential and could be great. Yeah. Duh. So yeah. It's a little bit of a contentious title, but I think... I I agree. There's potential it could be really good people also don't think that uh brilliant diamond and shining pearl that art style looks good. People think that it looks stupid the chibi art style. I, I
0: think mean, it looks what do you expect right. what do you what do you want like uh realistic look rendered pokemon <laughs> in like the uh quake engine? I think it looks good. Uh I'm down for it. I just don't know how interested I'm going
1: to be in those games. I've never really yeah. wanted to play those games. Black and white maybe. A lot of people love those games. So those games seem weird and cool yeah. and interesting and I would love to play those games. Anyway, The NES, SNES, the SNES, SNES. the super version of the NES
0: is 30 years old now. Wow. 30 years old yesterday. Um, We did not grow up with one. Nope. But we got one later in life and we've played the games later in life. So we can, I feel, we can review this system (laughs) and look back on it without nostalgia glasses on. So so be objective. (laughs)
1: So you actually bought me a Super Nintendo for yes. a, a birthday or something <laughs> a random birthday yeah did you get it on Amazon I
0: did I did get it on
1: Amazon you got That a, was back when you it was a great
0: console it was like there was nothing wrong with it it was freaking like, pristine it wasn't yellowed it came with all the stuff and yeah. w- it wasn't expensive either like nowadays like a Super NES is like you know surprisingly expensive but like back then it was only like forty bucks I think
1: yeah no I remember it being forty. Uh, also before we got a super Nintendo, uh, this guy came into GameStop, uh, and he, uh, he wanted to trade me a super Nintendo for a copy of super Mario world. And I was like, we don't do that here. Cause this is before we had retro games. I was like, we don't yeah. do that here, but come back in a week and I'll do that for you. Like personally, I will just do that. So I bought yeah. a copy of Super Mario World off of Amazon for like barely anything. And then he came into the store and he wanted to sell me the grossest shittiest Super Nintendo I've ever seen with none of the cables. And I was like yeah. I was like, "Bro, I can't do this." So then I just had a copy of Super Mario World. And then Will got me the uh SNES for one of my birthdays. Yeah. But we grew up with a Sega Genesis. We never yes. had a Super Nintendo. I didn't yeah. play any of these games until they were available in emulators on PC. And uh, that yes. was still pretty early. Yeah. I want to say that was like during the N64 GameCube era is when I started playing it might have been.
0: Games. Yeah, no, we were definitely in high school Yeah, around then. So definitely around that era. But even still, you know, we did experience these games mm-hmm. and we... We are we have fond memories of these games at different points in our life. Um but because we grew up with a Genesis rather than an SNES, our view of it I think is different than all these other people who are, you know, doing retrospectives and whatnot on the Super Nintendo.
1: Right. I I uh I mean I remember always wanting to get into Super Mario World, we'd go to Sears and I would play it there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um th- so, and then, yeah, when once it was available on emulators, I played through it on on emulators. Uh, yeah. But the only other game I was really interested in was Mega Man X, uh, which I think might be the best, uh, Super Nintendo game. And yeah. I, uh, played the hell out of that. I remember that. That was, uh, mm-hmm. one that I, I, that was another emulator game that I played sometime in high school. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I think those are the two ones that
0: I really needed in my life that I was missing out on. Yeah, uh, definitely those. Like I said earlier in the show, I'm currently playing through Super Metroid because we became Metroid people later on in life when uh, Prime and Fusion came out. And those are really the only two Metroid games I actually ever like seriously sat down and played. Because mm-hmm. um, I like dabbled in Super Metroid when we had the emulators and stuff. But like now I'm actually sitting down and playing it and, I, you know, I've said that there are, like, I can argue that there are experiences on the Genesis that are comparable to what you can get on the Super Nintendo, and I will stand by that. However, I'm having a hard time finding something comparable to Super, Super Metroid. Right. Because of the way it's laid out and its style, and its, it, the fact that it can create such good atmosphere for a 16 bit game is really unique and special. And there's not a lot of games that can say the same thing. I will say that wall jumping in that game is shit. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care when anyone says it's difficult and I don't like it. And it sucks that you have to use it as frequently as you do. Once you get the, the spin jump that changes everything, you don't have to use it as much. Um, But still wall jumping in that game is shit. I don't care. But that is one of those games where, yes, everybody says it's a great game because it actually is. And I think if you have Switch Online, you should definitely check out Super Metroid because it's absolutely... It might actually be the best game on the system. I think Legitimately. My, I think my internet is uh is doing a hiccup right now. Yeah, I think you... Uh,
1: I can hear you, but I can't... Uh, I can't see you.
2: Maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, the Twitch stream is like spinning and you're chopping it out.
1: Yeah. Uh, OBS oh. OBS disconnecting. And it's coming back. You said the chat was chopping up? What? You said the chat was was spinning?
0: No. Oh, uh the the um uh, the video spinning. Ah, okay,
1: okay.
0: Uh you're yeah. You're the- like I'm losing you left and right.
1: Yeah, this doesn't usually happen where the video is... is like, the yeah. Discord gets cut out. So that means my internet's doing a thing. Um, not much I can do about that. Oh, and there there goes Discord entirely. All right. Uh Oh, there Will's back.
0: Hey. I, guess Ho- I hope you can... all got to hear my Super Metroid rant. <laughs>
1: I guess I could stop and start the stream again. Let's see if that. Let's see what that does. Oh, it's coming back. Okay.
0: All right. Good. All right. Uh, We're back. So yeah, Sorry, Super everybody. Metroid, it. it might actually be the best SNES game. So I've been playing uh, Metroid. Sa- well, I
1: I, I kind of stopped. I was I was playing uh, uh, Samus Returns, which is the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. <laughs> like. I, I there was uh, there's a lot of like things that I think could have been improved in that game, especially because it's a fucking remake. Right. Like you could have there could have it's a remake a of
0: a GBA game of a Game Boy game.
1: Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, so. I I got Metroid Two and Super Metroid confused in my head just yeah. now,
0: which is because the title screen for Met- for Super Metroid starts off. It says Metroid Three, and then it says Super Metroid.
1: Ah, okay, okay, yeah. I play, I only played Super Metroid uh, for a little bit when I was making a video on all of the uh, SNES Switch Online games, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, when we were playing... Uh, when we were talking about our our, our console tier list, uh, part of my argument was that I think that Super Nintendo had a lot of... Uh, had a, a wider breadth of games of a higher quality than Genesis. Uh and I we didn't bring up Super Metroid because I didn't even. I, I, no. I, I, well, didn't I was I wasn't playing it at the time. Right. Yeah. One of the games that I would would have said was Mega Man X because I don't think there's anything comparable to on on uh, I would on argue, Gunstar Heroes. I I wouldn't. I don't think that game is that good. <laughs> I think that game is I a think... game that that people hold on to as a, Gen- a Genesis classic, but I don't think it's if that game came out on Super Nintendo, no one would give a shit about it.
0: I don't think you are correct. <laughs>
1: uh i will say shinobi 3 maybe that's uh yeah. maybe that's yeah. comparable
0: yeah but i don't i don't think uh sns has like a ninja game no yeah
1: uh but anyway it had a bunch of mega man games had a bunch uh, of mega i've only man ever games. really played x though i haven't played much of x2
0: and i, I didn't play any- three or four i never hear anybody talk about the mega man x games beyond one <laughs> Like uh, nobody ever talks about like how much they love x two or x three. I think four is uh the one everybody loves, yes, Uh-oh. I think that's the first PlayStation one,
1: but you have to get there, yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to i think i think so what I think happened was there was x there's Mega Man X fucking awesome, one of the best games mm-hmm. ever created, and then they put a B team on x two and then made X3. Okay. So I don't know why they would put a B team on the second game in the franchise. It's just weird.
0: Um, I don't know, dude.
1: They 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 like already knew they were going to make a fuck ton of of yeah. Mega Man X games before they even freaking made the first one. Um but anyway, one of these days I'm gonna play through all those uh Mega Man games. I played a, a bunch of X because that game's just so good. Um anyway, I don't know any other uh Super Nintendo games I, I could I could rant about. I mean uh uh All Stars, you- Mario All Stars.
0: Yeah, Mario All Stars, of course. You played a lot of um Link to the Past, right? True.
1: That was my previous yeah. favorite uh Zelda game before Breath of the yeah. Wild, but also I uh I'm not a big Zelda fan. So, right. <laughs> um Yeah, that's really I I also I also I think on Switch online I played Kirby's uh Dream Course the most. Oh yeah. That game is sick. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't I mean, uh, oh, Star Fox of course. Star uh, Fox of course. Uh Mario Kart um mm-hmm. but we didn't play much of these uh yeah games uh mario all-stars i do play it a, a decent amount of Mario
0: all-stars is great yeah uh
1: people love earthbound never played it yep. <laughs> mario rpg yes. never playing it Bomberman, we played on the second genesis yes um and yeah that's uh that's basically all i gotta say uh anyway su- uh, dude, f- uh, congr- happy 30 year anniversary super yeah it? uh
0: here's to another or maybe not because you're not a system anymore mm-hmm <laughs> but release more games on switch online maybe earthbound and maybe we'll actually play it yeah maybe
1: uh i one more thing i want to say to our european listeners hello mm-hmm. how you doing you can get a free time with switch online you can extend your uh, switch online uh, subscription for free uh all Switch owners across Europe can currently claim a free trial of Nintendo Switch Online, even if you've already made use of it in the past. You can do so by heading to this page. What is the page? MyNintendo.com slash rewards slash all this stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll put it on screen right now. Good luck. It's right there. Pause the screen. Uh. Anyway uh you can head to this page on the official my nintendo website as long as you sign in with your nintendo account you'll be able to grab the free seven-day trial and throw yourself into some online games under usual circumstances using up a free trial leaves you with the option of either paying for a subscription or giving the the services giving up the services benefits so opportunities to claim a second trial don't always come around you have until the 10th of September to claim your trial. Just remember that you, if you do sign up, Nintendo's Cheeky System will set you up for an automatic renewal and will charge you for, you know, whatever. So uh, make sure you cancel it if you don't actually yeah. want it anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's only Europe. So you're going to need a European uh, Nintendo Switch account, which is easy to set up if you uh, mm-hmm. want to do that. But anyway, that's all the news that
0: we have. Uh, Well, wait. Did you see on that Nintendo Life article for the free Switch Online? Top right. Heritage Auction responds to allegations of fraud and deception. This article is from 14 minutes ago. Oh, so we have breaking news.
1: Breaking news.
0: I'll just jump. I'll just jump to it. Uh, Heritage Auction wishes that it had been given the opportunity to respond before the video's publication. They're referring to the video by Carl Jopst. Because there are numerous misstatements of fact and inaccurate conclusions contained within the piece, Heritage strongly refutes any allegation that it or its officers are involved in shill bidding, market manipulation, or any similarly illegal or unethical practices heritage prides itself on our transparency and being a place built by and for collectors shill
1: bidding yeah that's a new one
0: and Carl Jopst replied we have conducted an investigation in record time and found ourselves to be innocent
1: what oh <laughs>
0: uh has
1: told VGC it strongly refutes any allegations blah 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 uh I'm trying to go through the tweets here I am yeah, shocked. A new report they alleges that, that auction and grading fraud is being a recent surgery. Blah blah blah. Uh, okay, so they basically
0: didn't say anything. They they just said we I mean,
1: didn't. It wasn't us. We didn't do it.
0: Yeah, they. Didn't, I mean, they have of course, zero they, Of course, they anything. would say that. Of course, yeah. they would say that. Their heritage auction. They're re- they're supposed to be reputable. They're trying to save their ass here, but you know something's gonna drop. A shoe's gonna drop sooner or later.
1: Wada so. hasn't provided an official response to any of these allegations at the time of writing. If you want to learn yeah. more, read, watch the freaking video. Uh, yeah, this is all just, uh, just yeah. This is like a like a really poor excuse to save their own ass. Yeah. Um, and I like Heritage Auctions, but also like, like you know that this is being artificially inflated. Yeah, like, like you like, have to know like there had to have been some integrity there where you step in and go yo this isn't worth this much money something's up but but i mean why would you when you're making all of that money they make a commission on this shit you know that's a huge percentage whatever percentage they make of 1.56 million is a lot of money so of course they're not going to step in and go hey it's not worth that much yeah um I mean the way the free market should work is it's worth whatever people are willing to pay for it. Yeah. But th- there's there's something going on there where it's it's being artificially inflated. Mm-hmm. Uh it's that's people abusing the free market system. Yeah. Anyway, uh now we're done. Yes. Now we can do the tweet of the week.
0: Did you put this here? I put that there. I Good. saw you didn't have a tweet of the week, and I decided to put this there. Good, because I did not have one. Video game advisor. Yes. How to master the video games. <laughs> and this is the advice that was in How to Master the Video Games by Tom Hirschfield. <laughs> what does it say? I can barely read it. Uh,
1: when you are learning a difficult video game, you should not be thinking about barbecue flavored potato chips (laughs) good to know all right i'll keep that
0: in mind remember kids if you're trying to get through your dark souls don't think about barbecue flavored potato chips i'll
1: have to i'll have to keep this in my back pocket next time i'm playing a a difficult game that i need to master yeah i'll pull this out remind me guys all right uh now we will talk to you no well now we're talking reading
0: from last week's wolfden live. if this if you left a to comment on last week's wolfden podcast over on our youtube channel youtube.com slash wolfden podcast this is the part of the show we will finally answer you and of course ladies and gentlemen watching us at home please start leaving your questions and comments we will get to them when we are done with everybody else
1: uh stir sticks brook from last week's wolfden live where we had uh retro game core on the show yes stir sticks burke commented i like having a tier list in a podcast give you guys time to discuss everything and talk about more obscure stuff of course the regular format of talking about gaming news is still great because i don't want to read a bunch of articles i'd rather listen to you schmucks while i work good i guess that was like we the two well yeah no we were making fun of the fact that we did two uh tier list streams in a row um yeah we're trying really blatant that's good gamer lady and the italian woman who likes to
0: read the the notifications but i
1: fucking have you muted dude it's muted it says muted you can
0: blame the game industry for the tier list because they didn't really talk about anything they didn't really release any news that was worth talking about
1: yeah it's like uh we're, we're working on getting some topics that we can just put whenever and i'm working on having more guests i think it works i think that format works best where uh we pre-record it and then play it during the actual show yeah um so uh i'm glad you're liking the 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 cool stuff we're playing around with to try to make this stupid Mm -hmm. show more interesting um pedro samuel hey will i would like to know if even though i hate one more day is it normal to like brand new day and big time am i (laughs) deranged or something this trailer really messed me up i'm glad Uh, he went to the wolf den podcast comments (laughs) to talk to you about the trailer that came out last night
0: i did i answer you on twitter i i answered somebody on twitter about this exact same question um no, you're not it's not wrong to like brand new day and big time. You sure? Um big time especially appa- like are some of the better Spider-Man stories um of that era. The problem is that one more day is just so notoriously bad <laughs> that I don't know anybody who has ever talked about any of the redeeming qualities of that story. Did you delete and- your tweet? No.
1: It says this tweet is unavailable. It's on what? your page, but when I click on it, it's uh, it says this tweet is unavailable. I did not delete that tweet. It was it too controversial. <laughs> Wait, go back. Didn't I, I liked it? It's here. You did.
0: But when I when when I click on it, it says unavailable. That's so weird. Yes. Yeah, oh, that oh man, am I am I shadow banned? You're getting shadow banned, dude. Oh, oh shit, son. Anyway, you tweeted, so are we just
1: going to not acknowledge the fact that this movie is basically adapting the One More Day story, a.k.a. the worst Spider-Man story?
0: Yeah, so, like, everybody's excited for this movie. Everyone thinks it looks cool and whatnot. And, yeah, to be fair, I'm excited for it. It does look cool. But the initial premise of it, uh, the world knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, so he wants to try to make people forget with the use of magic. That's the same premise as one more day and one more day. It's not just me talking. It's generally considered to be one of the worst, if not the worst Spider-Man stories of all time. And it's weird to me that I know Marvel has adapted stories and they've changed it. And in some cases made them better than their comic book counterpart. It's just weird to me that they decided to adapt even slightly something as Controversial and maligned As one more day Cause like Civil War I, I didn't particularly like that comic But a lot of people did I liked and it. So it made sense It made sense for them to adapt that
1: So I have a screenshot of the trailer And it's Peter Parker walking through a crowd of You know people Hating him yeah. For being Spider-Man And there's Somebody's holding up a sign That has It's him with devil horns And it says devil in disguise yeah, is, is that is that like a like a nod to the One More Day story?
0: I don't, dude. All I know is that, you know, after one division, people just fucking want Mephisto to show up, and if this is how they get it, then I think they'll be happy. But <laughs> that's part of the reason why people don't like One More Day.
1: Yeah, uh, we talk about uh, some. We bring up Spider Man a few times, and Spider Man has bad stories. Like I, I don't. Know. I love Spider Man he was one of my favorite. He was my favorite comic book character for a really long time, yeah. but he just doesn't have good comic book stories.
0: He's gotten better. I think mm-hmm. the problem is Spider-Man's failures are as high profile as his successes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, like I can name good Spider-Man stories for you to read. You know, there's the original Stanley, Steve Ditko run. There's the night when Stacy died. There's the alien suit saga. Um, there's... The first half of J. Michael Straczynski's run, there's parts of Dan Slott's want run. The Nick Spencer run that is re- is just wrapping up was very good, but his missteps are just as big and just as well-known as his successes. The Clone Saga, One More Day, Sins Past, uh, Superior Spider-Man, things like that, so... I don't. So that's that's the big problem with Spider-Man. His highs and his lows are about even. I,
1: I think I just like the character, and uh, he has uh, some good one-offs that that I that mm. I like, like single issue comics that that I yeah. would read and like. Um, but yeah, his big overarching storylines that like change everything about his lore and stuff uh just fucking ruin yeah. it. Um, yeah anyway uh, what do we got we got Dennis Rig- Rigdon from last week listen Bob just one Ghibli movie <laughs> Fred said uh, did I miss something have you not watched a Ghibli movie uh, guys spoiler alert I've never seen a Ghibli movie <laughs> um, I know you have heard you have a hard time watching movies but there's a lot of meaning in their movies HBO Max has them as someone who was into filmmaking i think you'd enjoy figuring out what they're trying to portray i know that i would love a lot of the ghibli movies i just yeah. uh, i just never got around to watching which
0: one do i watch uh i i'm in the same boat as you i have not seen a ghibli movie i want to I'm, I think the one I'm gonna start with is Princess Mononoke because that looks more up my alley than all the other shit. Mm-hmm. So, because that's like an action movie with like you know blood and stuff. <laughs> so,
1: Spirited Away uh, people I feel are, like is is you're, like is, yeah that,
0: that's like required watching probably. That's like the one I guess you could say, mm-hmm. like that's the Ghibli movie. Also, Howl's Moving Castle is like I think right up there too uh
1: anyway long win says these two men joining forces is too goddamn powerful i think it's uh, talking about uh, uh yeah the, the retro game core emily van engen says bob has anyone ever told you that you sound incredibly natural when doing an interview great job thank you emily i didn't do anything i was just talking to a to a, a bro you know
0: <laughs> just I, two th- bros broing out i
1: think part of it is that i only like to interview people that i already know yeah. <laughs> so, like, of course, it's gonna sound natural. I'm just trying to talk to somebody else that I share a common interest with. You know, like, I'm not gonna like interview like friggin' Obama. Like, if I do that, <laughs> I'm probably not gonna sound natural if I interview Obama. Imagine, like,
0: what would we talk about with Obama about video games? I have nothing to talk to Obama about.
1: <laughs> that days are. Uh, that's you know, like, I'm not at that level. <laughs> um. What type of coffee do you like, former President Obama? (laughs) What type of espresso machine do you have in your house? (laughs) Anyway, uh, now we can be in the chat and talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, We got a notification from Gamer Lady with five months who says, love your podcast, helps me get through my workday. Well, thank you, Gamer Lady. Thank you. Also, Mega Dragon with five months. Hey, bros! Awesome podcast, as usual. You two reactions are hilarious. Well, thank you, Mega Dragon. Thank you. Talk to Obama about Mario. Does
0: he have like a gaming like history? His kids had a Wii, and there was pictures of him buying Wii game uh, Just Dance on Wii uh, one year. <laughs> he also would blame you know Xbox for making kids fat. So that's something we could talk to him about. You stand by that, Barack. Oh wait, he was really he was really big on The Witcher.
1: The the, oh, the that's Polish right. president like brought a copy of The Witcher <laughs> and he like held it or yeah.
0: something. Well yeah, they're like, here's like here's one of Poland's greatest exports. The Witcher 2. All of the articles I'm seeing are from 2008.
1: Does Obama yeah. play video games? This is from the Huffington Post. Uh Obama
0: has a similar blockbuster leadership team. I do know that Obama used to read comics. Okay, yeah, well. I do know. What else are you gonna do? So as I can a kid ask in, him in
1: the like what seventies when, yeah. when was he a kid?
0: Um Yeah, so I can I can ask if he's caught up with if he's caught up with like what's been happening with the X Men in recent years.
1: I don't know. I don't know if he's mentioned many games.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh anyway. Did President Obama just order the government to study video game violence? Oh
0: no. Every president <laughs> does that. Because every president what? thinks that just because you play a video game means you're a murderer in disguise.
1: Wreck it Obama question <laughs> mark. Peppery Potts with 12 months. One year with the Wolf Den. Crazy, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you, Peppery Potts. Thank you. Uh, anyway. How bad was the storm where you are? Nothing. Zero happened.
0: It's just a lot of rain. I mean, there was flooding here and there, but like nobody I know lost power. Nobody I know was like seriously like put up put apart by you know the the, the hurricane. So
1: yeah, it rained in the city. You, you,
0: so some yeah. people
1: got some flooding. Uh I was up north and uh it didn't it like barely rained. It was like nothing happened. Yeah. But my Amtrak was cancelled because uh I would have been following the Long Island town. And uh hmm. that probably would have been dead. But I mean yeah. nothing really happened there either. It was just windy and, and mm-hmm. rainy. Um anyway. Don't forget, bros. They canceled that concert. Whatever that homecoming concert was, what he talked about.
0: I don't. I don't know what he's talking about.
1: Your homecoming concert, Edward <laughs> Bova, Bob, and Will. What do you think about the article in Nintendo Life? The super rare. We we talked about it in the beginning. Of the, oh, super rare. Anniversary edition Game and Watch unit just sold for a very low price. And do you think it will affect retro gaming market at all? That's the opposite of what we read. Also. Yeah. Will, what do you think about the two new Netflix He Man series coming out—the CGI one and the Kevin Smith one?
0: Oh God! Yeah, all right. I'll watch the Kevin Smith He Man show. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to. I was gonna try and watch Cowboy Bebop, but I guess I gotta watch the fucking Kevin Smith He Man show. Um, the the new one looks awful. I'll say that <laughs> the 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 one they show with like the CGI animation that that looks bad. The Kevin Smith He-Man show looks like He-Man. was something I was not really all that into as a kid growing up. But apparently, like, it, it, it changes some things. And, you know, people are all flipping out over it. Because, you know, they made Tila a bigger character or whatnot.
1: Apparently, there's supposed to be so. a big concert in Central Park this weekend. And they just didn't do it.
0: I mean, it makes sense. You don't want to have, like, a big-ass concert in a rainstorm.
1: So apparently, here we go. Wow, the super rare anniversary edition Nintendo Game and Watch never been seen for sale. Just sold for a million yen, which is nine thousand one hundred dollars. Uh, was okay. created in nineteen eighty two upon request by Gunpei Yokoi to celebrate the twenty million games sold milestone. Wow, in nineteen eighty two. Damn.
0: Okay. Uh, super rare. that's why that that sold a lot of money but it only
1: sold for nine thousand dollars
0: well you gotta remember it's a gaming watch yeah yeah that doesn't have the name brand recognition as like super mario brothers look like i said before it doesn't surprise me that a version of super mario brothers sold for a lot of money this should be worth more you think so i mean no I think the going market rate is
1: $9,000, but there's f- stupid things selling for a milli. Mm-hmm. This is worth more than those things, because this is super rare. It's the first console to have a friggin' D-pad on it. It's Donkey yeah. Kong. It's like a it's, a, it's got friggin' Gunpei Yokoi on the cover. Right? That is him, right?
0: Yeah, I
2: think yeah, one and, of
1: them is. And, yeah. uh, Momose and Ishida. Um... They look like the Pep Boys. This is uh <laughs> this is a big this is a big deal console. So this is yeah I think nine thousand dollars is a steal. Uh if we if if you're uh yeah comparing this to the other bullshit that's been selling for an insanely high price lately. Uh it's a game and a watch, yes. Sushi Solar, yeah. yes indeed. <laughs> hmm. Because no one knew this existed until someone said it did. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. how rare it was. Uh, it was live on in the concert last a few hours, but was called off midway through. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, oh, people are asking about Cowboy Bebop. Watch Cowboy Bebop, Kevin, forget Kevin Smith, He Man.
0: I mean, there's less episodes of Kevin Smith's He Man, so I feel like I can just plow through that and then start Cowboy Bebop. Wait, you've never seen Cowboy Bebop the anime? No, I've seen Cowboy Bebop. Okay. The problem is I saw it 20 years ago, so there's not a lot of it I remember, and I want to watch it before the live action version comes out uh November 19th. I tried to so. rewatch
1: it and I got I only got to the first episode. But let me tell you, that first episode crazy. It's it's like yeah. it's sad as all hell. It it, it, <laughs> it it's like it comes out of left field that first episode. Yeah. Um But it's very good. Um, Yeah, live action Cowboy Bebop. I got to be honest, I'm not. uh, I'm not liking the way it looks.
0: I mean, it it looks like Cowboy Bebop. It looks as close as you can get, live action wise.
1: I want it to be
0: stylized more. It feels
1: like they got them all dressed up and just put them in some neon signs and just took some or or like they put them in the middle of like a street and just took some pictures. That's what it looks like.
0: Well, those might just be costume tests. Those mm-hmm. might not actually be from the show. Right. So we'll have to see like, if a trailer comes out, what it's actually going to look like. I want it to be shot like a noir, you know? Yeah. I
1: want it to, I yeah. want it to well, look I'm... good.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it'll look good. Netflix shows always look good. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, you have all the anime adaptations they did that were shit. Right. But this is Cowboy Bebop. This isn't any other anime adaptation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So.
1: Anyway, uh Nathan, thanks for gifting us up. Appreciate it. Favorite Switch game for both of you. Uh
0: maybe Odyssey. Like overall, I'd have maybe Odyssey.
1: Super Mario Odyssey is definitely
0: there
1: yeah. yeah i might have to, i might have to go with that also smash brothers i feel like smash brothers is up there too yeah but uh it's hard it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to pick between the two uh yeah. ask ask me two weeks ago i might have said mario, uh uh mario maker but uh i played the multiplayer again recently and i was <laughs> just not having it uh youtube recommended uh, your channel to me and i'm addicted i'm watching all the videos thanks for the great content xoxo from brazil all these
0: brazilian people damn. thank you brand julia juliana Better start you better get izzy on here to be interviewed start yes doing that brazil synergy
1: <laughs> all right i think we're done here we're late okay still thank yeah. you people for hanging out with us
0: Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolf Wolfden podcast is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on twitch.tv slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, any reason at all, we always put it up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Wolf Den podcast. So you can watch it on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash YouTube podcast and your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get this show from, please be sure to subscribe, rate and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms. Uh,
1: I don't know if I'm going to be live tomorrow. I, my whole week is messed up, uh, but I'll try my best. Um, We'll be, I'll definitely be on, on Thursday though. Uh, So look out for a stream then. And maybe I'll keep playing Ocarina because uh, that's what you people want to see, right? Uh, for now, what happened? Am I raiding or what? I'm trying to raid friggin' AJ. Oh, raid Wolf then. I always do that. I always write our own name. Uh, all right, everybody, go yourself? watch. You don't. It doesn't work. Go watch AJ. Talk to him about Pokemon. Uh, he's playing Pokemon Unite. Uh, he's been playing a lot of that. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> I'll see you all sometime later. Goodbye.
2: Bye.